2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You, XOXO, episode one hundred and six. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 Under 30, a.k.a. Good pregnant pause to begin with. A.k.a. Don't the be OK Beast. Blessing. Oye Junior.
3: Greg, after KFG today, uh, me and Tim did our shit list segment, of course, where you go through, and find a random list on the Internet, and then we judge it for pe- people's amusement. And this uh, is something list- you do often on the yes. Patreon post show. Yeah, on the Patreon post show, we're at Kind of Funny Games Daily. Usually Mondays, because that's me and Tim's day. And the list we did today was the top 10 PlayStation exclusives, as listed by IGN, that they posted back in August. Okay, good. Can I was you going to say,
2: like, 2007 or something <laughs> That shit, Greg man. Miller.
3: Oh, we should actually do that. That's actually a really good idea. Uh, can you guess the top two PlayStation exclusives?
2: That they p- posted back in August? Of all
3: time? Yes. Yeah, of all of time? time?
2: Yep. And it's every platform.
3: every Every PlayStation platform only first party oh okay first party only thank you that is and it's one per franchise ooh, ooh, god of war
1: ragnarok number one
3: and that game's not out it's yet. not even out yet
1: <laughs> 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 For predicting it's god of war one
3: jana has a review code yeah i think it'd be not, god of war 2018
1: the, one. the 2018
2: one. i and by the way that's of course the roller skate and marathon train and game playing janet garcia uh yeah it's good uh, this list apparently, or is the list good or is it crap? Is it just the normal shit from IGN I mean, over there, just fucking doing nothing? Let me tell you, solid. me and janet have been on the inside. Barrett's been on the inside too. All right, we know what it's like over there. You ever hollow out a pumpkin, and then it starts to rot. That's what it's like being on the inside. I'm kidding. I love IGN. For, the for for
3: all people. the parameters they gave, I think it's a what solid. What the fuck list. are the parameters they gave? <laughs> it's one per franchise, and that's okay. all. Sure. Just first party Sony. Okay, and so there's no to... there's no mellow. solid on there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Sure.
2: So God of War 2018. And
1: Horizon, maybe.
2: No.
1: A two. Oh no no no! Uncharted, some Uncharted's gonna be on there. Uncharted four or Lost Legacy, to depending on who was who helped make the list.
2: See, I'm worried. I'm worried <laughs> Again, about we're talking uh, about we, the top two. We, I think recency bias is a question that'll come up a little bit. When we, a little bit, I probably mean like an hour and a half <laughs> on this show. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. Uh, but I wonder if like we're you know we're thinking too recently if they'd go further back. If you are talking about all PlayStation exclusive of all time, don't get me wrong; these are all great picks we're throwing out. But are they trying to pull some PS One garbage? You know what I mean, acting like this mattered, like this was a great game.
3: I can, I can give you guys wiggle room and say top three also. If you want to, if you want to move to, three, I mean, I already put three out there. Are they
1: all wrong? Are none of those? I mean, I'll three tell you, I'll there? tell
3: you once you want, once you're ready for me to tell you.
2: And it's Sony first party.
3: Sony first party ready. top three. I mean, I would say that it's going to be it's going to
2: be God of War twenty eighteen on PS Four, Last of Us PS Three.
3: Oh,
1: f- why did I forget The Last of Us of course
3: and then yeah. maybe maybe Spider-Man what do you got oh that's a good idea. at number one God of War 2018 at number mm-hmm. two The Last of Us PS3 at number three Marvel Spider-Man Greg yeah. got it spot wow. on And you can see look it look my hands that. never touched a
2: keyboard I never googled <laughs> nothing ladies and gentlemen I just think like I still work at IGN alright right now I could send Dornbush Bush a banana in his head he'll look over there and be like banana he won't know why he's thinking of a banana but I sent it to him
3: how far do you think you can get on this list what's number four no, oh, Jesus Christ! No,
2: I don't. Make it. Come on now, come on. Let me go out on this. Is like when the, <laughs> I was doing the fucking taste no, test you're not of Oreos. To have
1: your moment. It's the KFAF over now.
2: taste test of Oreos, and I went ten for ten, and then they started tr- still trying to. chill. I'm like, let me go.
3: Let me just walk off. All right. I think I honestly looking at this list, I think you could do it. It's not right. like a. It's not right. a surprising list. Well, sure. It's. I mean, again,
2: like you know, recently buys whatever, idea. but games are better than they have ever ever been. Fight me on it. So okay. Oh shit. So again, no, one for so, a
3: franchise. We're at number four here.
2: All right. So God of War, Last of Us, Spider Man. Then I think Janet's got a good, good head on her shoulders starting to bring up Horizon. I'm not committing to it. Of course, Uncharted would have to be in the mix soon. Too. Oh, but it, well, one there. for a franchise, right? So, like, one per franchise. You can have multiple Naughty Dog games on, but just one last yes. episode, yeah. one. Okay.
3: The advice I'll give you, Greg, is don't think too hard about it.
2: Yeah, don't think too hard. Yeah, so then, Horizon. Incorrect.
3: incorrect. Uncharted four. Oh, Uncharted Un- two. Uncharted two. Yeah. yeah. I, you know,
1: I had a feeling because I'm like, it's gonna be either two or four. Every now and then, there's someone that brings up like, what about Lost Legacy? But I think for a list that that's that, like, <laughs> that's a great blessing impression because it's. <laughs> Yeah, because it's a cross. What about, yeah. Lost, Legacy? What about um,
3: Lost Legacy? It's a great game, Best Uncharted. Game. Yeah,
1: but there is that like sector, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I haven't played Lost Legacy yet, and I'm still not done with Uncharted 4. Jeez, um, but like there is a sec, uh, a part of the <laughs> conversation now. You're going to be finishing
2: Uncharted f- Lost Legacy, when Uncharted 5's out.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so someone tweeted me the other day, like, what happens when you're done with these games? Like, do you finally find relief because you won't have people saying, "But wait." Wait for the the next one's even better just stick around. I I don't I understand why you are still day, playing these games. But I'm I you know <laughs> like I don't uh, know. I'm I don't like it for
3: Sully. Often. Just admit it you're playing it for Sully the I content know, in those uh right. It took games. Janet, it took me 2 hours of playing days gone for me to go no I'm <laughs> I'm not playing days the rest Gone's of this way
1: game. way less iconic and wait has willis critical acclaim i'm
2: sorry you're charted.
3: saying boozer isn't that iconic <laughs> all
0: right you're I, gonna I sit I there with a straight bo- face and I tell me legal boozer isn't an icon of the playstation universe
1: this is why isaiah says i just yell at y'all but y'all y'all get me y'all, y'all take me to that place you know what i mean like i fought for boozer in the in the bracket okay i don't know who is up against someone probably equally was it, not wait, that was interesting boozer not
3: the dog Who's the, who's the boozer? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, boozer's is a. Uh, he looks like Bam Bam Bigelow. He's the biker know, friend he's got. Maybe,
1: maybe it was Deacon that was going to be in the bracket. I forgot who was in the bracket. Some of them did. Deacon St. John was definitely could, in the bracket
2: yeah. at some point. Yeah. Yeah. My and I goddamn, I goddamn motherfucking yeah, freakers. Goddamn. Mother- it's
1: like the story didn't affect you, blessing. Like, what's going on? But yeah, it anyway, did. why
2: can am I still stay playing confidently. Them
1: just to be done, I mean, I
3: think. Well, two hours in, Janet.
2: If he only played two hours a day is gone, he doesn't even get the ride me every day like your bike joke. You know what I mean? He doesn't understand
3: i've seen that clip i've seen that clip on well you don't have the context all right the context, I think I need the context. she that specifically way. told him not to say
2: that then she said it at the wedding it was a sweet moment
1: i love the uh, everyone's like you don't understand biker culture <laughs> i'm
2: like <"Well, laughs> calm
1: down um, do
2: you do you playstation fan right now listen to this nerdy ass podcast
1: uh, anyway i'm just finishing it to have it done and then lost legacy short enough that and everyone does say again Maybe, maybe I'm I'm the clown here, but everyone does say, oh, that one's even better than four. So I just want to see it through. I'm already this way in. I want to just finish it. And I,
3: you know what? I know you're being down, but like when you tweet out about moments and you do talk about moments in the game, you are enjoying yourself bits in Uncharted 4. You know? Yeah,
1: Uncharted 4 so far is very clearly the best one. I think everyone talking about two being the best one is just obsessed with that train. And it was good. It was it's a great, great train. moment. It was incredible. I think about that moment all the time when I see games trying to like have those kind of cinematic experiences, like little set pieces. I think it is one of the best set pieces to ever do it. But that was one, that was one moment. We had like 30 that more mo- hours of gameplay. <laughs> that like moment lasted that. like a third of the
3: game though. What, what about, about Jeff, Jeff the cameraman? The
1: Jeff, the cameraman. It's not doing it. It's not bringing any bells.
3: Uncharted 2. Jeff,
1: the
2: cameraman killed like immediately. Remember when Elena <laughs> shows up, she, goes, uh, she talks yeah. to Kelly, She goes, uh elena fisher last year's model great fucking line you fucking yeah. kidding me right now great introduction and then jeff the cameraman's there with her and then he gets killed where was
3: jeff on the most iconic playstation uh dude
2: racket? i mean i definitely saw a shot because when ign did every uh, and this is obviously years and years and years but before uncharted 3 when they did uncharted in five minutes or whatever they did a great like in memorial to jeff and it was like one of the funniest things they ever did that didn't involve me directly you know
3: hmm. nice. you, uh, it's obviously
2: up at noon different league of funny over there
3: do you have the confidence to try and guess number five here
2: i mean clearly not and now you're just doing the thing where you're just trying to make me look dumb you know you could have left me at three for three i could have no, walked off it's not like you're making run.
3: bad guesses it's not like you're out here saying like oh it was again be i think Cooper you have horizon
2: something. in the mix um but then again like this is august you said yeah because like i feel like i feel like at this point you got to be like all right well what about a ratchet and clank like they're you know if you're talking about the best overall thing this is when you start pulling from the annals of history right but it's got, And I see people in the live chat, Stephen Coots, who I banned earlier, uh, is saying Bloodborne, but Bloodborne isn't a PlayStation Studio style. Yeah, it's not
3: first party, no. That yeah, yeah. Count.
2: And then, granted, under the new thing where it's exclusive, they would put it under there and put the, you know, the PlayStation Studio's logo in front of it, but that's not what you mean. Yeah. You mean owned and operated first yeah, party. Yeah, like studio.
3: this is IGN making the list. This isn't PlayStation making the list. And they're saying first party.
2: Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah, again, I'd be like a horizon. You know what I mean? I could see, you know, maybe you want to mix it up. You want to put in a siphon filter.
3: Shannon, do you have a guess <laughs> oh is. Ghost
2: is Tsushima <laughs> that's a great one from Omega three yeah. that's a great one with toss out there or uh-huh. a Sly Cooper even infamous you
3: can start yeah. tossing.
1: I think that's too it's too early to be bringing a Sly Cooper it's like a, a top 10 right
3: top 10 yeah uh, top. Oh, Hori-
1: Horizon's so new and like young but all these you games know are what new. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah I mean I'm, I'm trying to think of what would be above it and I think Ghost was awesome like it's very critically acclaimed and all that but I don't I don't think it'd be that high I'm gonna go Horizon yeah
3: Number five, Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Really? Is okay, dude, is, is is Horizon six? Is Horizon on there? I didn't Horizon, make a pick
3: yet. I'm just throwing things out. Horizon is number six. Okay. What a fucking yeah, yeah. lineup the PlayStation has. You know what I dude, mean? Dude, we were talking that's what me and Tim were talking about during the post show. We we're like, dude, the PS4 is off the chain. Because like we did the thing. We sat down and we we're like, all right, what's gonna be on the list? And I'm sure like nine out of ten of the ones we guessed are probably PS4 games. When we were like, oh yeah, there's mm-hmm. Horizon's probably on there, Last is Part 2 might be on there, Uncharted Four might be on there, Ghost. Uh, sure, Patapon might be on there. Death straight. like there's the list goes on when you're talking about PS4. So much so that like you look at PS2 or PS1, and it's different time, different era. But like PS1 games, when you're trying to think of first party games, it's like Parappa the Rapper, Gran Turismo. It's like stuff that you wouldn't necessarily put on the list. Of course, it's Metal Gear Solid for exclusives, and then like Final, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 7. Seven, right? But like we, that's not necessarily counted in what this list is doing. And then you get into PS2, and it's like, all right, Shadow of Colossus is probably on there, and then maybe the original God of Wars, but not if you're putting God of War 2018. And then you drop into PS3, and it's like, are you going to put Infamous on there? Like, are you going to put those ratchets on there? Like, I feel like PS4 has the strongest, like, okay, user for sure going to be on here.
1: I don't know. But, I, feel, you know, I'm curious as to what that conversation is going to be like when we reach the PS6. Because what is PS5's catalog going to look like against that? Um, yeah. I think, Against PS4? I, you swap, yeah, like, yeah. When we think of it, this list in the PS6 era... Is it just going to be, like, those swaps of, like, it's Marvel Spider-Man 2, it's God of War Ragnarok, but, you know, are we going to see those some of those franchises that are in that list now just continue and have those be, like, clearly the better game? Now, granted, there is an exception with, like, in that list specifically, having Last of Us and not Last of Us 2, Um, but, you know. See, I think that's that's the bigger
2: question, I think, as you get there, Janet, uh, and I like it, but... When we get there, and again, this is based off of what we've seen in State of Plays or things, or even the criticism we've talked about on this show before, right? Uh, Obviously, we're all playing Horizon right now. Obviously, we can't talk about Horizon right now. But leading up to it, right, there was a bunch of stuff like, she uses the same animation from dropping to the top, right? Uh, God of War Ragnarok, he uses the same animation coming off the boat. These aren't things we were saying, but they're things we've talked about in conversation of like, Both of these games look like more of the other game, which is great. The other games were game of the year contenders, and I can't wait for a modern take and whatever it's going to be the bells and whistles of PS5. But when we sit there and you go, All right, cool, it's PS6, let's talk about the 10 best PlayStation games. Do you sit there and go, Well, God of War Ragnarok was really great, but God of War 2018 was the one that broke the mold. God of War, you know, that was the one that changed the story. This is a part two in the same way Last of Us Part Two is. And I think, inarguably, Last of Us Part Two is better. Gameplay wise, mechanically, right? Visually, uh Same in story. terms of, Yeah, what yeah, sorry, you want to say too? Yeah, I mean, that's where you get into a thing of where you want to fight. But again, like last of us one hit so hard because it hit so different. It wasn't what we had seen from Naughty Dog before or games really before. See,
3: I think it's gonna be a thing of I I think the reason why you put Last of Us Part One over Last of Us Part Two is like the iconic status. Where La- Last of Us Well, no, I mean I, I think even more so just the fact that last of us is last of us, and like last of us part two, I I mean if I had to choose between one of the two. I could go myself going either way just because they both I think mean some different things to so many people even though they, they're both quality. And if you're going one per franchise, I can understand why you go last this one. Whereas by the time we get to the PS6, I think when we get Ghost of Tsushima 2, I think Ghost of Tsushima 2 is going to be on the list over Ghost of Shima 1. But mm-hmm. like I when you're talking about um, – See, I think uh, you know, – I'm sorry. Make your point. Well, actually I forgot I what interrupt. I was going to I apologize. Like, no, I'm sorry. I was going to – No, God of, War, God of War is the example I was going to give. When you get to God of War Ragnarok, right, when we get to the end of the gen, it's like – I can I, I think I'll be able to see the argument for both just because there is such an iconic moment like status tied to God of War 2018 whereas Ragnarok is going to be a known quantity by the time it comes out even if it is better mechanically in the ways that Last of Us Part 2 is.
2: And see, I think this is where I agree with what you said for different-ish reasons, right? Where I think God of War 2018, right, comes out and becomes my favorite game. Like, I think that's just like the pinnacle. I think it's such a well-done game, yada, yada. I think it has so much less room for improvement where i think if you're when you're talking about ghost and you're talking about a ghost too, ghost you know i adored and loved but it was very much like oh this is a video game which is great and fun to play and blah, blah 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 but it didn't hit the same highs as a god of war 2018 right or even a horizon for that matter I, I would say you know i haven't really thought about that comparison so don't worry too much about it for right now or last Us part two we'll toss that in there right so i think a Ghost. Well, greg
1: a, miller thinks Horizon's
2: better than ghost <laughs> Andrew Goldfarb is gonna be on the phone to me in two seconds uh he'll just want to know about avengers uh no i think that since it has more room to grow i can see that happening where i think ragnarok yeah. coming off of a masterpiece you know what i mean it's gonna be like such it's, it's just such a hard Bill. it's such a hard act to follow in the same way it was for last of us part two where they make a bunch of different story cha- ch- you know choices and really get into character stuff that alienated a bunch of people
3: we did our we did our time can- capsule episode i want to say like a year ago at the start of the generation to open Talking. it barrett open the time capsule but I, one of the questions that you brought up i think was Oh weird! I put is, this
2: picture of Shuhei Yoshida in the time capsule <laughs> with oh fine. You, know? you were supposed to open. it. Uh, a, you? Bear just opened it. You heard the whoop noise? That was it. Here, what did <laughs> you do? you uh, When oh, we yeah. get there, Spider-Man mask. When we were wondering, Will and Sonny have, have all make this another. Stuff
1: by the I side have of your the desk.
2: time capsule. What do you want me I to have do? This
1: desk that. Bless just you. Want me to close to have all the time this on capsule
3: there. so he stops taking things what? out? What do you just grab? A Lowe's twenty-five dollar gift card. No. I'll close the time capsule. Is there still money on that
1: gift card? Oh yeah. What do you do? You have plans? For there are no
2: lows in the San Francisco Bay Area, Janet. Next time you come up to the San Francisco Bay Area, I will hand it to you. We'll take a photo. We'll post it on Instagram. The caption will read: "Getting low with Janet Garcia."
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ! When um, <laughs> uh, when we were doing the time capsule episode, one of the things we brought up was like, is PS6 gonna ha- or PS 5 gonna have a stronger first party library than PS4? And like, I forget exactly where we went with the conversation, but we had that conversation. The conversation I'll bring up to follow that, and that leads into today's episode, is. When we're talking about the most iconic PlayStation games uh, of all time or the greatest or whatever the conversation is, is that now going to include most player games by the end of the generation?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into that because this is PSI Love You each and every week. Blessing. Barrett, Janet, and I come together to nerd out about all things PlayStation. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where, of course, you can get the show ad free. You can get it. With the post show we do each and every week, you can write in to be a part of it. And you can even be watching it live as we record it, just like a whole bunch of people are. But if you remember earlier, I said, well, do you person watching this podcast know about biker culture? And Anthony Corbett in the live chat said, yes, Greg, I do, Lowell. So I apologize to just Anthony. Just Anthony, who apparently knows about biker culture and understands what they're allowed to say and what they're allowed to do, whether it be boozer or the wedding vows for you. Ride your bike as much as you ride me. All right. That's, you know, that's that's Anthony Corbett, everybody. You can tweet him, find him. He'll answer your questions for you. Of course, uh, if you don't want to give us any money over on Patreon.com slash games, you don't want to watch this recorded live on Monday. You don't want it ad-free. It's no big deal. You can go to YouTube.com slash dot RoosterTeeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every Tuesday morning to get a brand spanking new episode completely free. It'll have ads. It won't have a post show, but like I said, it's a free way to support us. If you want another free way to support us, use the creator code kind of funny on the Epic game store. Uh, if you're over there, you can just plug that in. And then every time you purchase something on the Epic game store, we get some money. And if you're like, Hey, I don't use PCs. Hey, I respect that. Uh, you can put it in on rocket league. You put it on Fortnite. You can put it in on all the Epic games that are using it on no matter the platform. Just put it in there. Kind of funny. Help us out housekeeping for you we have 3 huge weeks of psi love you xoxo content coming up for you uh first off of course monday the 14th valentines day next week is in fact not Valentine's Day anymore. It's Horizon Forbidden West Review Day. Uh, you already know that. Everyone will have reviews up. Kind of Funny we will have a review up. It'll be up as a Kind of Funny Games cast, as most of our reviews are. Uh, you can get it at YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Podcast services around the globe. But most importantly, listen to it or watch it as soon as it goes up on Monday the 14th. Because, of course, we will be recording a new episode of PSI Love You XOXO on the 14th in the afternoon. So you can go read all the reviews, look at all the Metacritics, do all the things. Say, what did Game Informer think of this? What did IGN think about this? What did GameSpot... I don't want to what tam thought about it leave that one don't go to GameSpot. you understand i understand oh, thank you very much bless uh, do you want to go to like the fifth greatest elden ring site you know what i mean getting scooped left and right out there it's embarrassing for tam let's, t- let's top four greg uh well of course it's gameinformer.com. then yes. number two it's kind of a cheat but it's game informer the magazine then yeah. you go underneath that andrew reiner from game Informer's twitter then number four i put you there bless I feel like you have some good Elden Ring thoughts here and there. (laughs) And then there you go. You got Tam and GameSpot right underneath that. You know what I mean? Uh, Anyways, though, get that episode. PS, I love you. XOXO episode 107 will be your horizon questions answered. Of course, we won't spoil things for you, but we'll be able to talk about your specific questions after reading all the information. If that wasn't enough for you, as I've already told you, I've already warned you, get your formal gear together. Tuesday, February 22nd is of course the PlayStation Vita's 10th anniversary. It's its 10th birthday and we've decided to go big. We are throwing the PlayStation, vita a live birthday party episode of ps i love you xoxo what does that mean it means no early recording on monday we are going to record it tuesday the 22nd 11 a.m pacific time live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right after the one the only kind of funny games daily you can come there bring your playstation vita memories again i need you to dress up at home dress up your vitas you know get some birthday cake order it have it ready to go blessing janet dress to the nines
3: formal also get get the lighter fluid get the matches be prepared to light your Vita Barrett, on fire,
2: Barrett. We're gonna need I you to you pull it together. Day. All right, we okay, need candy. you to we need to you need you to bury this hatchet with the Vita. All right, nope. I understand you it burns. Be you.
1: nice. You have to be nice on the birthday though, at least. Exactly. At least on his birthday,
2: law. Barrett. Let us celebrate. You know what I mean? Let us. The people who were, of course, the people who bought them from reputable dealers. You know, I didn't go back out, out back. There's some guy in a trench coat. He's like, do you want heroin? You're like, no. Do you have a knockoff Vita? He's like, oh, here, yeah, I do have that. And he gave that to Greg, me. you. Greg, I didn't know
3: that you were that heroin seller.
2: You know, I don't want to talk about what I do outside of the work, all right? Fe- Tuesday, February 22nd, live episode, Kind of Funny Games Daily. Or, right after Kind of Funny Games Daily, twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Of course, as soon as that ends, upload it to youtube.com slash Kind of Funny Games on your podcast services, but it won't be there at 6 a.m. as usual. And... If that wasn't enough, P.S. I love you for you. Sunday, February 27th at 9 a.m. Pacific, ladies and gentlemen, is, of course, Media Molecules, Impies. That's right, Dreams is doing another award show called The Impies. If you've never watched them before, shame on you. This is the third annual one, and this time around, they got me, Blessing, and Janet to judge creation of the year. You can come see all the winners, all the different things you could be playing in Dreams right now. Again, that will be on Media Molecules, Twitch, and YouTube, February 27th at 9 a.m. Pacific. That was enough. You could be like our Patreon producers, Gordon Maguire, James Davis, AKA at James Davis makes Prankski, Tyler Ross, Delaney Twining, first responder, ND Julian, the gluten free gamer, James Hastings, Casey Andrew. Uh, we have sponsors today. They're express VPN and chime, but I'll tell you about them later for now. Let's begin the show. with topic of the show? So now bless you said something interesting, you know, a little tease. I like to the top there. You're like, well, when we look back at this list in the PS six generation, what will we be talking about online games? What will we be doing there? Ladies and gentlemen, if you missed it, last week, Ryan Dinsdale at IGN filed this story. PlayStation is planning to launch more than 10 live service games by 2026. PlayStation plans to release more than 10 live service games by March 2026, a feat that will be helped by its acquisition of Bungie. Speaking during Sony's latest earnings call, the CFO, I'm tripping over it, says, quote, through close collaboration with Bungie and the PlayStation Studios, we aim to launch more than 10 live service games by the fiscal year, ending March 31st, 2026. Live service games are games that are updated with new content over time, often making the majority of their money through in-game purchases rather than initial sales. CFO pointed out the huge jump in revenue from these kind of games is part of the reason Sony is pursuing the model. Quote, from calendar year 2014 to calendar year 2021, the size of the global game content market doubled, driven by add-on content revenue from live game services, which grew at an average annual rate of 15% during this period. We expect this trend to continue going forward, end quote. Bungie's early investment into live live service games with the launch of Destiny in 2014 allowed it to, quote, or I'm sorry, allowed it to accumulate, quote, a wealth of experience and superb technology in the space, uh, the CFO said. Uh, Sony sees as a major asset. Of course, this is what we talked about last week on PSI Love You XOXO, the fact that uh, PlayStation wasn't going to revolutionize Bungie. Bungie was going to revolutionize PlayStation. So now we have it from the CFO talking about the fact that more than 10 Live service games are going to be out by March 2026. Janet, does this excite you or horrify you?
1: Oh, Excite. Because new, you know, my joke is new is always better, even when it's not, because I I like seeing new ideas come into space, uh, iterations, innovations, and this is definitely a you know pain point for playstation's portfolio uh you don't think multiplayer at all when you think sony you think story games and i think that'll still be the same like narrative driven first person stuff but this would be a great like you know thing for them to hone in on we've talked about that last episode so yeah this excites me because they're going for it they're trying it will they succeed tbd i mean i think having a number like 10 out there like (laughs) i feel like this is like gonna be a cursed line that i'll look back on but certainly one of those has to be like pretty solid right you know i think more at bats um will like help it get there so yeah i'm excited about this uh will it work i don't know but that's a different question than if i'm excited
3: blessing are you excited or are you horrified i'm actually super excited about this i think it's a good step you know janet mentions that it's kind of a, a, a glaring uh, uh, omission in their portfolio to not have really any big live live service games, and I won't say any right because I'm sure you might count MLB, MLB the Show or Grand Theft or something like that. Uh, gun Gun Drawn to Death, right? Like there's <laughs> the list goes on. Let it die. Uh,
2: wait, 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 uh, <laughs> The fucking car game that came out and died. Oh, on destruction
3: Destruction. I wanted to call wreckfest. Like, <gasps> uh, close enough. But like you know, you kind of have have those emissions. And for PlayStation, that's not been a problem because you have third parties uh, out there to fill in those gaps. And if you're not an expert in making live service games, then why make them? Especially when you are experts in making these big third person action triple A games. Sure. Uh, that said, right? I think the market is changing and video games are changing. And like you're seeing, you're seeing Microsoft make acquisitions uh, like Activision Blizzard and others that you know are gonna see the library on playstation uh get a more free get more freed up in order for playstation to come through and make more of those games and you're also seeing more opportunity to come through in order to uh, either bolster ip in making different kinds of games i think last week we talked about like how nintendo has a mario single player game in 3d mario and then a mario multiplayer game and mario kart right and others and yeah, mario party yeah, yeah. and all this stuff and you know i think playstation can do kind of a similar thing in a way that doesn't get as Crazy with it, right? Because I don't want to be playing Last of Us Cart uh, anytime soon. At least, maybe I'll play Last of Us Cart. That was was sounds say, fun. come on,
2: well, you totally play Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, I'll
3: <laughs> throwing a green shell. That sounds like a fun time. But uh, you know, I think I think the, I could see PlayStation doing that within reason in ways that actually speak to their audience and. Make the experience better. Where Last of Us One had a multiplayer mode inside of it, right? And like Last of Us Part Two, to get it out the door and also make the best experience, you only have that be a single player game. But that leaves people like me who really wanted Last of Us Factions going like, "All right, but where is Last of Us Factions?" Spinning that out into its own thing, I think, sounds it sounds like a really cool idea, and it gives us the best of both worlds, which is the best single player Last of Us game possible, and then potentially maybe the best multiplayer last was game possible. And I, to be able to do that and have your other studios lean into maybe a similar kind of strategy and making uh, the multiplayer games that they want to make. I think that speaks to a very exciting thing that won't necessarily take away from the single player experiences. Cause there's no way Sony looks at uh, uh gorilla or sucker punch or whoever and goes, stop making ghosts or stop making horizon, right? We're still going to have the games that we like and enjoy on PlayStation. I think this just speaks to more, which I think is a thing to be excited about. Now, that's where most normal people would end the conversation.
2: They would say, yeah, something to be excited about. Let's see what happens. PlayStation Studios, you know, they got Bungie now. And they're going to use this to launch more than 10 live service games by 2026. That's great. Blessing, you instead put on your detective cap and, t- and went to the mat. You went down and you shook down a bunch of old leads. You shook down some old links. What did you come up with? Because it looks like you've come up with all 10 of them. It looks like you haven't figured out
3: yeah i was so uh fl- like how flash-
1: proud and excited you are about it you're like yeah i got it. i got it it's right yeah here. i solved the, I, I the
3: case no flashback to last week when this news first broke and i was ready to talk about it on kfgd and i was excited it was me and andy and i was about to, i was about to dig deep i was ready to break down like i know what these 10 games are or at least i think i do uh and we start kfgd and my power goes out and i never get to put out my theories and what 10 games that PlayStation is working on the, that are live service. Uh and so like afterwards I went to Twitter and I basically made a breakdown of like hey I went back and I looked at like all the job things that that PlayStation first party studios have put out in terms of looking for people to work on online games, right? And I came down on what the 10 games could possibly be and like some of the it, it's a range, right? It's a range of things that I think are sure bets to things that I'm just purely making up based on like Conjecture and what I think would make sense for these studios, and so I go through, and it is like we know Bungie's working on a new IP. I think there have been reports and rumors that they might be working on two new IPs. So that might be two, that might be one. Um, but like that's out there as an as an idea of what one of these ten games PlayStation is working on could be. There's Last of Us Factions, right, uh, that we know is a multiplayer game that Naughty Dog has said they're working on. There's uh, Firewalk Studio that is uh, uh, that has a confirmed new AAA multiplayer IP that they're making for PlayStation. There's London Studio, which, as of a couple weeks ago, put up a tweet of a job posting that is about them working on making a, uh, a PS5 online game. So I throw that in there too, right? Those are the confirmed ones. Uh, yeah, these then I are did-
2: all – I appreciated you going through and laying these all out with the hyperlinks in your Twitter thread, going through and mm-hmm. showing the fact that this isn't just hypotheses. These are real things that are going on.
3: Exactly, right? Like those are all – the four of those are confirmed as things that are going on. Then I get into uh, my fifth one here, which is something that's reported, not confirmed, but I think it's all – pretty much all but confirmed when you look at all the reports which is twisted metal which we've seen video games chronicle and other websites talk about how that game went from being developed by the destruction all-stars team to them being shifted around uh because playstation didn't like how destruction all-stars reportedly
2: reportedly reportedly Reportedly. uh
3: and now they've given it to fire to work on and that is said to be an online game greg miller uh
2: uh, jana garcia game playing, roller skating marathon training If you were PlayStation, you're put in charge. At what number on your to-do list would it be to change either Firewalk or Fire Sprite's name? Because we can't have both. It's ridiculous.
1: Oh, man. It'd probably be number two on my list after putting out Last of Us Factions. Just to show blessing up. (laughs) Well, just to, like, get... I mean, I want this, too, because th- I'm not the biggest multiplayer person, admittedly. Like, I don't spend a lot of time doing multiplayer stuff, especially, like, online multiplayer. Like, if I'm doing multiplayer, it's not playing Sackboy locally. Like, that's my jam. That's what I do. I, like, don't finish that game. That's, that's what I'm in on. But I love Last of Us, and I never did end up playing factions because I got to Last of Us 1 really late. So, yeah, like, I think that's also... To me, that's like among like if we're looking at like blessings theory here, that's like among one of the more exciting ones. I think just because it's a little bit more of a known quantity, like people liked factions on the first one. Last of Us is like a killer IP. The gameplay in Last of Us 2, again, that's the one thing that there's always debates on the Internet on how good is the story. But everyone pretty much agrees that the gameplay is fantastic in Last of Us 2. So the idea of that being in a multiplayer game, I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to put this handcrafting to use as many times as I played so I don't remember any of the weapons, but you know you know what I mean.
3: <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> okay, so, well. okay. Yeah, to pick it up from there, right? Like those those five that I listed, right? Bungie's new IP, Night All Asset Factions, Firewalk, New AAA, multiplayer IP, London Studio PS5 online game, Fire Sprite, Twisted Metal, those are all either confirmed or reported, right? And so those I think we can feel pretty confident in. These next five are things that are more up in the air and just based on job listings and me just doing guesswork on what I think the studio would make. Take it to the bank. Right? This
2: is all real. This is and it. So this
3: is, where, this is where we have fun. Uh, next up here, right, I have Deviation Games. And this was, of course, the studio. when we're talking about PlayStation partnering with other studios to work to work on new games, like in, with Haven Studio and with others, right? Deviation is one of those. They were announced last year during E3. I, I guess E3 is putting it wrong. At Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest kickoff, which is distinctly different from E3. Very uh, different yeah that's where they were announced better, host. better hosts yes uh didn't you host e3 last last year you know that's beside the point let's keep moving <laughs> uh but like they were announced as a studio and like they've not talked about what they're working on specifically but this is a studio that are um has folks that uh that are is being led by folks that are formerly of treyarch and formerly have their roots in big first person shooter games and so my bet is that they're working on a big first-person shooter game for PlayStation, some new IP that is going to be a multiplayer shooter. And I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, I agree so after that right my, my next bet is sucker punch and my bet there is ghost of shima legends 2 this is based off of the fact that we know sucker punch is hired for multiplayer there, there have been job hostings that we've talked about in the past on the show and on kfg and other shows right uh ghost of shima legends was received well people really liked it the main problem with ghost of shima legends is that it was packed in when, with ghost of shima proper and i'll bet anything that after the reception of legends and of Go Tsushima proper, the conversation becomes all right, how do we spin out Legends into its own thing? How do we treat this the best way possible so that we can have both Tsushima single player and Tsushima multiplayer both be things that live and thrive? I forget, was for
2: Director's Cut, it also came with Legends being standalone, right?
3: Ooh, that's a good question. I'm pretty sure I, it is. I, I think so. I remember talking about that, but like because I already had it, I didn't have to really like Yeah, and that's it the same
2: it. thing. We had already started it yeah, elsewhere. Yeah,
3: but I think you're onto to something there. You can look it up as a, I'm as on a it. Yeah uh but yeah like that's a bet i'd make the next bet getting a little crazier here is well let me let me start with the plausible part right a gorilla multiplayer game that is something that's very plausible kill zones back baby Killzone's this is what back. we've been waiting for uh we know that they've hired for multiplayer uh and like this is where i get into like my my super theory putting on the cap uh, what's up greg legends is in fact standalone now boom there you go. And so, yeah, I think that even le- leans more into, oh, yeah, when we make the next Legends, that's probably going to be standalone as well. 100%. Uh, but, like, yeah, with Gorilla, right? Like, we know they've hired for multiplayer. Uh, and this is where I put on my tinfoil cap a bit. And I would say that I think the multiplayer game would be a Horizon co op. I think that makes sense. Ghost Shima, or not Ghost Shimas, uh, Horizon, uh, the, the Horizon 2, I think at one point was pitched or concepted as a multiplayer game uh, like a multiplayer co-op experience mm-hmm. I think you can take that you can combine it with some of the ideas of Monster Hunter I think that would be a banger again this is me just guessing I could also see them making a first-person shooter or making a different IP but when we talk about PlayStation no way. operate I think it makes just so much sense to make a Horizon multiplayer game
2: I don't think it's, I don't get me wrong obviously I think PlayStation lets the studios do what they want and change it up and so again if they wanted to go ahead and change it up but I think that when you look at something like Ghost when you look at something like Horizon you're seeing these studios Studios say, All right, cool. This is our IP for the foreseeable future. And so you see Horizon, right, with Gorilla, right, having this history of Killzone that never really hit. Horizon hits and now you have Horizon 2. You had Frozen Wilds. Uh, you're about to get called a mountain as well as a VR thing. They're starting yeah. to expand those IPs. And that's always, you know, I remember at the lead up to the launch of Horizon Zero Dawn some PlayStation executive, not so much from the game side, more from the merchandising side was talking about how they saw Aloy being toys and statues and books and comics. And it was one of those things like, Whoa, hold on. Like, are people even going to care about this? And it was, you know, one of those things where it was a smart bet. Where yeah, people really cared. You know, I think she single-handedly got you back into Genshin Impact, right? Uh, Blessing, yeah. getting out to get your Aloy skin. I like, like people care about Aloy, so doing that and doubling down makes sense. And again, you know, putting this into a multiplayer uh, thing into the Horizon world makes sense as it seemed like it was going to be maybe rumored for this and the fact that it didn't pan out to be uh you know forbidden west i think there is a chance that yeah this could be it and i did of course put it on patreon.com slash kind of funny games for people like you to write in and give us their thoughts opinions what they wanted from a playstation studios live service game uh bander sn is right there with you bless uh bander wrote in and said i think horizon would make for an excellent live service game Think of it in the vein of Monster Hunter combined with Ghost of Tsushima Legends. In Legends, you play as four classes based on Jin's skills. I think this would be a great adaptation for Horizon Hunters. Aloy is obviously a genius fighter who is able to use every weapon and skill in that world. In my idea, you would pick a class that you could only use a certain branch of Aloy's weapons. Uh, That way, uh, you have to work together with allies to take down the bigger threats like a Thunderjaw. You would then be able to harvest parts and resources from the machines to upgrade your loadouts. This would also allow guerrilla to experiment with new types of machines that don't all have to be completely unique like in the main games
3: yeah like I think that makes so much sense
1: what would be the worst and best class in that theoretical game like I feel like (sighs) if you only can rock the slingshot like that's kind of rough like oh and it frees
2: them you're like oh god yeah Yeah,
1: exactly (laughs) you know like don't get me wrong like that's a great weapon and like that's important in like at least the combat of one of like okay we get the elemental damage and then we get like the arrows in but like if only having that be your role Sirens like that's, are, are, are. that's gotta be rough
3: honestly like i you you make it you make the joke but i think you stumble onto brilliance of like what that can work like where it is hey you're my this person on our team is the elemental person and like they have l they have like the the <clears throat> like the slingshot they have like the i know in the trailer they showed off like the adhesive uh, uh slingshot thing that you can do to keep enemies in place right like you're responsible for applying elemental damage to these enemies whereas like Curtis over here. I don't know why I say Curtis, but like Curtis is a person now. Curtis over here is like our healer, right? Who is responsible. We have so many lives. friends that play video games. You jump to Curtis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Curtis. Actually, Does I guess I do know what Curtis.
1: Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent, fan of the, fan of the show. Yeah, yeah 50 Curtis Cent. Below, obviously.
3: I want you to know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Barrett over here. I don't know why i brought bringing up Barrett. I don't know who Barrett is. Barrett, Barrett for me sense. Barrett is playing with 50 Cent. They're okay. Oh, that Are you kidding? That would be Kurt, awesome. Curtis is responsible for healing. Barrett is responsible for just pure arrow damage right like you are a, you're an attacker you're here to like put these things down i I could honestly easily see this work especially oh, yeah, when you talk yeah. about like applying damage to body parts like cutting off different body parts to, to, to well, uh, bring back to your base like isn't that a thing in monster hunter
2: yeah of course yeah okay. going after certain things and i was gonna you're right actually i was gonna even stretch it further and go that's you know oh man like freedom wars where on the vita you were doing <laughs> that and hacking that stuff up but yes i guess i did for a long time Ch- chase what uh uh niragante scales or whatever for the armor i was working on with jen or whatever yeah like you're going after certain things and trying to get horns and do these very specific things
3: yeah the uh, 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 the game horizon zero dawn already has those features right already has those for sure to, like knock off certain body parts so i think that aligns perfectly
2: yeah that makes a lot of sense and i want to yeah i want we're in an interesting place i guess we have two more i'll let, finish off your your 10 here and then i want to introduce yeah. not only more reader suggestions but a question
3: all right i'm gonna skip number nine for a second because number nine is the craziest one I, i'm gonna hop to number 10 right number 10 is just made me being like do we count grand turismo 7 or mlb the show because if we do like no. those are already like they're gonna release those
2: i don't think so no? i mean i th- you could make the argument that yes but i don't think that's what he's talking about when he's talking about the you know we have more than 10 live service it- games by march 2026 like you already have those. This is, and this is a different thing. And this actually parlays into my question a bit that I'll put out here. Right? Remember where to find that? You know, I guess this is the article at IGN, but they're saying live service games are games that are updated with new content over time, often t- making the majority of the money through in-game purchases rather than initial sales. I want to keep that in mind when we talk about mm. what some of these things are. Is is that actually what a live service game is? or Are we just talking about a multiplayer game, which is a different thing altogether? Of course.
3: Yeah. Uh, and so to wrap up my whole uh, theory here, right? Going back to number nine. Number nine is talk about insomniac because they also had job postings talking about uh wanting to hire for multiplayer to make a multiplayer game and like this is where i'll take that horizon argument that we've made in terms of like of the wild and when you use ip and all that stuff right and say that i would bet money maybe possibly money (laughs) i would bet though that we get a spider-man multiplayer game because that spider-man ip is so hot and like I The things you could do with a Spider-Man multiplayer game, I think, could be really dope. Especially when you're talking about, like, you have Peter, you have Miles, right? What if they introduce Gwen in a future game? You have uh, multiple spider man there that you can work with. That could be co-op, could be something else. You have uh, Spider-Verse as an IP as well, right? I mean, a Spider-Man IP, but, like, a property that alone, I think, would be such a smash if you release a Spider-Verse game. And it is, like, hey, you create your own Spider-Man. Like, you're creating your own class of Spider-Man based on whatever Spider-Universe they come out of. Spider-Sona? Your Spider-Sona, and it is you going on missions like in Ghost of Shima Legends, right? Like going out with friends, taking out enemies and like coordinating attacks and having different like types of moves in the way that Miles Morales plays different from Peter Parker in the Insomniac Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man games already. I think you could do something like that. That would be super cool. Yeah, and that's the, the most. Thing... No. Please, Jericho.
1: Yeah, I think that has the biggest chance of, you know, bringing up again, I think that live service definition that you'd point to, Greg, from the IGN article is really relevant here. Because when I look at this list, I wonder and i think that's kind of a little bit of their problem where like we've seen playstation have multiplayer stuff like you can go online and play with your friends but how much stuff ends up hitting at like that deep cultural big scale level now granted that's just hard to do period in the industry i mean we see battle royales and just different like attempts at different sports kind of arcadey stuff thrown out there i mean that's why a lot of the discussion around knockout city too even before it hit was i mean this looks cool but like will that be enough i think live service is such a unique niche inside of gaming or like avenue because it's kind of not enough for the game just to be good, unlike a single player experience where we we come up and we show up and we review it or talk about it and we're like, yeah, this is good. You should play it. But with live service, like you need so much more than that. You kind of need the secret sauce. So I think looking at these, like your 10 predicted lists, some of which are reported or confirmed and some are just kind of guesses. I think the Spider-Man multiplayer one has the best chance at hitting that like live service model mm. well, because people are already so invested in Spider-Man. I feel like you don't have to, not to say that they're going to like half-ass it, but I feel like you don't have to do as much to get people to buy in and want to continue playing. While as much as I loved like the first Horizon game, I wonder if they could really have a true long tail of that, or would it be like, to Greg's point, is this actually just a multiplayer game where like, you know, on thinking of other multiplayer games that I do like, like Splatoon, that's not a live service game. It's just like a long-tailed multiplayer game like it's a little live servicey because it does go for like kind of a while but it's really it's more of an installment at this point because we know we're gonna get more like it has like an element so i wonder like how are they gonna go over that hurdle of just having multiplayer versus really being a game that people truly live in for like years to come
2: and that's where it gets so interesting where i think you know granted remember we're using ign's definition of a live service and ryan dinsdale the writer and i'm not throwing this throwing shade saying the definition's wrong it's just that thing of like playstation spent a lot of money on bungie and they've said very jim ryan's been very vocal right we did this to make sure our online our our, we can make multiplayer and online games right so to have the cfo say we're making more than 10 live service games i think not that that's wishy-washy i think maybe live service can be interpreted to be a bit more multiplayer focused and so i, I thought it was interesting blessed when you skipped originally it's a uh, spider-man multiplayer game to end on because you think it's a little more outlandish i think it's, in terms of like i think it's realistic like i don't know if it's outlandish i think it's something that you cannot it, you've nailed it already with the groundwork for a while. like Spider-Man is such a fucking huge property, let alone how good the first Spider-Man game was, let alone how good Miles Morales is, let alone how excited for Spider-Man 2 we are, that someone has to be sitting there doing it. And remember, the last time we had a, the conversation about this, not even the last time, the first time we had a conversation about the multiplayer Spider-Man game. And oh man, it'd be cool if they did something like Spider-Verse, was when somebody in the comments of that episode of PSLV was like, well, Greg, that sounds like a Marvel Future Evolution, the mobile game that's coming out, where you make your own Spider-Man and you, you know, unlock custom parts to do that. And I played that for a while and it was fun enough, but it's actually it's it's also and I'm not even talking throwing shade. It's a mobile game, right? Where it is like, you know, there's the auto play button that you could just sit back and let it do the basic stuff and you run around and do very, very basic stuff. Like someone at Marvel Games has to be thinking, you know, I know they got burned by Avengers, but thinking of like, how do we do this? And so again to get into the definition and the minutiae of it, I don't think you would do that and as much as it breaks my heart as a live service. Like I feel like doing a live service would be outside of what insomniac could do or want to do i guess and i'm using it loosely the right but you look at some i i'm such a you know i have a pinhole in terms of what my view of mmos are right i always bring up dc universe online but the years it took to make dc universe online and the fact that that studio only makes dc universe online kind of like to me speaks to okay cool like that isn't something insomniac would be able to do they wouldn't be able to like all right cool now we're an mmo game now we're doing this massive thing where we need all these different spider man as amazing as i think that would be and as much as i hope someone at marvel games is i mean we know that the dc universe online team is working on a marvel games mmo if that just turned out to be yeah we're doing into the spider-verse and it's exactly what we're talking about where it is you create your own spider-man and you know it's similar like borderlands where there's like three different skill trees and you invest the points in what you want so that everyone's a little bit different and everybody has their own moves. Like that'd be awesome. But to get back on track for what we're talking about with PlayStation, like even though I'm like, I don't know about a massive thing. I definitely can see it being a man. We have Peter and miles. Let's do this. Oh man. You know, we, we could include Gwen and we could do something like Gotham Knights. Let's do this. Like, A uh, multiplayer Spider-Man game on that level would be so fucking awesome to have something like that. The storytelling of Insomniac mixed in with the gameplay of them and playing with your friends would be rad. Yeah, Let alone and crossover.
3: I, and I agree with that, right? And I think, like, it, it, we get back into the definition of, like, life service, and when I look at it, right, like, I kind of think of the of the range, and I know that, like, it's, it's harder to define because life service is literally de- defined by the tail of the game right and i look at something yeah. like outriders which going into outriders all of us were like this is live service right and then we play outriders and we're like oh, i guess this isn't life service but then like a year later they're like oh here's the big update and we're like wait so is this life service is it not life service and i could see i think i could see the range among all these things right and for the spider-man thing we're talking about right i think it could be cool if it was like a hey here's a big drop right it is the full game it is 60 dollars. it is a complete experience in a spider-man game and then maybe you have a year of like Six or not even a year because that sounds like it's always ongoing. But like six months later, you drop a little expansion pack for it, and then six months later, you drop sure. another expansion pack for it. And maybe what I'm describing right now is just the regular DLC. But like when we get into multiplayer, when we get into unlockables, and the different things you can do with that in terms of like even when you look at Spider-Man, uh, the Insomniac games already what you can do with adding in costumes and tying that into movies and tying that into comics and everything else going on. Right, you can kind of put it together in terms of the the drops and like the, the the i guess like the small drip feed of content that you'd have over the course of let's say one year or two years in a spider-man co-op game or a spider-man multiplayer game that i could see at work and even when we talk when we bring in marvel's avengers and uh, marvel games possibly looking at that and being like oh do we want to do this again do we want to try this again i do think the one studio that they might trust in to to, to do something like that would be insomniac because they've seen so much in, in success with insomniac but, but
2: see, here's I, my thing is i think that like they would trust them to do the smaller thing, which is where it gets yeah. interesting again. Where, what if rather than the interstitial between Spider Man 2 and Spider Man 3 is this multiplayer thing that is not only inspired by Ghost of Tsushima Legends, which again, remember what was refreshing about that was Sucker Punch being like, here's this thing it's this many levels and you'll get a raid at the end of the month or whatever it was and then the next month i forget and then when they did ps5 they put out new content for it but they didn't promise that they didn't do anything about it in the same way like outriders messaging in the beginning was very clear of like hey this is just what the game is like no we're not gonna this isn't all games as a service this isn't a thing it's we have this vision and this is you know even reaching back further i think to last week when we were having this conversation or maybe it was on games daily where i was talking about game pass and these kind of things suddenly getting to be the blockbuster getting to be your video game store. Let's give you a game. You play with your friends for a weekend or a week or a month or whatever it is, but not something that's meant to be all around. I think that is way more interesting from the PlayStation perspective. And I think honestly, way more viable where I don't see them being like cool. Insomniac make a game, make a live service Spider-Man game that goes on forever. And you have to figure it out versus, Hey, go ahead and make this thing and the bit is that yeah it's either you know everybody makes their own spider-man from a limited number of things or it is that you know we at in spider-man 2 this is not real but maybe it could be spider-man 2 they introduce spider-gwen or they introduce you know this so like this is spider-gwen you're playing a spider-gwen and then somebody else is miles and so you have two more inexperienced spider people
3: i think it's a really good comparison for outwork
2: yeah. And I, that'd be really cool, especially for Insomniac and especially for them to go, cool, we want to stretch our legs and we're doing this thing and it is four missions, five missions, you know, seven hours, whatever the hell it's going to be. And it's it's a contained <sighs> thing.
3: I want that so bad.
2: Sure. Janet do we think from this, we'll see Go ahead.
1: What do we think we'll see more of with them kind of trying to head into this? like multiplayer live service however you want to couch it direction do you think we'll continue to see these like add-on multiplayer elements to single player are we kind of done with that and now it's like if we have multiplayer it's its own thing or are we still going to see like I don't want it like you know God of. I'm trying to think of something that we don't know and couldn't know like God of War has a multiplayer feature like are we going to keep seeing that kind of stuff or is it now just standalone only
3: I would think standalone right like I think we dude, you have hot news 64 in your background. Sorry, I just noticed the fucking the, the VHS tape of oh, Hot New yeah. 64. I watched this VHS this tape like, like, again non-stop is, <laughs> as a kid. That's Look, Jeffrey had- Shemini DK64. So I know this is a PlayStation podcast, and that was mid-thought, <laughs> but I just fucking noticed it. I fucking <laughs> love that VHS tape.
1: Yeah, man. Hot it's this is the original one I had as a kid. Uh, I feel like this is post-show content that y'all are getting for free. But um hot tips, cool cheats, sneak peeks, and it's all spelled with a Z uh got it from kmar this is the original one yeah my dad had it for all these years and i was like oh sweet like i i took it back from his just like stockpile of things but yeah i'm i haven't played it in a long time i don't even have a vhs player that i it's could play so it good. on host, but i imagine the, it still works
3: the person who hosts that uh, vhs tape is like almost cracked out in the way that like they present like it, the, the, <laughs> oh amount of facial, the amount of like facial expressions he makes in that vhs tape is wonderful but i, I should I go
1: back and watch it on youtube because i'm sure it's been uploaded it's on to youtube and on the oh, internet yeah, and stuff sure. but yeah, insider's 100%. guide.
3: What was I talking about <laughs> before I saw um, that? I asked the about tape. the uh,
1: will. Will PlayStation? Will we see any more like multiplayer oh, modes? Yeah. Are we done with that? It's all standalone only. You know, I,
3: I think. I think with Last of Us Two not having a multiplayer mode, and I think with like it, with. Like video games, I think coming further in the past decade, I think you're seeing more more and more games. You're like, no, let's not include a multiplayer mode. Because that was such a PS3 thing, I feel like. When you would pick up an action game and that and whatever action game you're getting would have some multiplayer mode that is just deathmatch. And that stuff was never great. Like, or at least it was more rare that it was great. Every now and then it was great, but like it was way more that was more rarely the case. Whereas with something standalone, I think you're inviting a uh a a more focused player base and probably a bigger player base when you're launching it outside of it Uh, and like more opportunity to do different cool things with it. I think the only way you see more multiplayer modes packed in or like multiplayer features packed in uh, with a game like that is if like it is, Hey, we're making horizon and it has drop in co-op or if it is something super experimental like legends where it is, Hey, we have this idea. We are not ready to put to make this a full game, but we want to throw it out there to see if it sticks. And then you see it packed in that way.
2: I feel like, yeah, if you're timing it out and somehow this is happening around it, great. And if not, then it's its own thing. I think it's like kind of, yeah, how are you trying to pitch it and where are you trying to put it? And I think, yeah, more of these $20 standalone things, especially as you look, that's what Legends is costing right now in the store. I think if you were going to put out something that of that variety, if we're talking about the Spider-Man game, if we're talking about, uh, I don't even know, Twisted Metal, if it's got a smaller scope to it, right? You'd do something like that. Would you like to know what the people would like to see, Blessing? Please let me know. I'm going to start with Rocket Guardian. I said, of course, what would you want to see from a PlayStation Studio live service game? Rocket Guardian wrote in and said, I think the Order 1886 would work as a live service game. What Especially, is the
1: chokehold that the Order 1886 has on It was community. a missed opportunity, <laughs> is, Janet. No, it was a cool world. It was a beautiful game. I, I cut you off, but please continue. But please, after you're done, I, what is... I need to know what's going on with this. Have
3: you, have you played it? No. Me neither. Let's play it. Let's do a PS Now I'm
1: finishing Uncharted. Now, you ain't going to loot me into another. I'm finishing Uncharted. Blessing, don't do this to me. It's an
2: easy platinum, too. It's an easy platinum, Janet. Just saying. Just put it up there. All right. And it's beautiful, and it's got a cool story. It's got a cool idea. The ending is like oh man if the game would a game if they would have had a sequel and picked up from there we would have had something anyways so back to it rocket uh order 1886 live service game uh, especially if the concept is short lived live services like we've been talking about i think it would play more like monster hunter world meets rainbow 6 extraction you would have your specialists and i'm sorry you would have your specialists that had specific abilities loadouts I'm sorry. Had a specific abilities. Loadouts are customizable, and you would set off into plagued areas, clearing out lesser werewolves slash vampires uh, that would leap up to a lead up to a boss fight uh, with the big bad wolf slash vampire. I think it could be neat, and I could see that being neat for sure. And that's what that's the thing, Janet, where it's like orders just kind of happened you know what i mean where it was like this thing people would, it was going to be a playstation exclusive people were super stoked about it because it looks so good it looks so gorgeous it was this weird you know steampunk you know throwback we're fighting vampires we're doing all this crazy shit and then or werewolves i forget i think they advertised the vampires right and the werewolves were the surprise in there or whatever but then it ends what? you know like <laughs> this, the, or, this man's a, he's on his own he's got to save london from all these monsters or wherever the fuck we were i forget like that i think yeah it could be an interesting one i don't think it would ever happen but i think in terms of a live service like it's funny that everybody goes back to back to Monster Hunter World, you know what I mean? Of like what this thing was, and especially when you're like, well, this story, the game doesn't need a story anymore, so it'll be like Monster Hunter World, <laughs> which is go hunt these monsters, all right? That's when we need to get out of the world, just get done with it.
3: Yeah, I think that's you trying to. I think that's people trying to find like a good loop for a game. Like I'm not a Monster Hunter person, and so I couldn't really like tell you why the Monster Hunter loop is is good. All I can tell you is that people really like Monster Hunter, and like it seems like every now and then we get a game that really tries to emulate Monster Hunter, and it seems kind of tough. But like I think that's also just because we people haven't done it with like the right ip you know i, I know dauntless is out there and i think uh, from what i can tell people like dauntless fine and i people know people did like wars. dauntless yeah, yeah yeah like freedom wars existed <laughs> in was vita and i'm sure have supported so.
2: the vita everybody if you would have, if you would have been more like a greg miller not more like a bear courtney we could have had something special with the freedom wars right? look i tried
0: miller i tried to support you tried
2: it. nine years later you tried nine years later all
3: right and you did hey. buy it from a drug dealer it seems like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, true that is true yeah. but it, it seems like many people or at least like not we're not seeing many monster hunter clones out there and it seems like there is just opportunity there and there was a recent news story that we covered on another show about like xbox uh, apparently is trying to make a monster hunter clone type game at least it's reported it's rumored and like yeah i'm like why not right like i'm with how how popular monster hunter is and like you know, not having to lean into having everything be PvP, right? Like, there's way more you can probably do with something like that of, like, yeah, go through, uh, take out these monsters, grind, level up your gear, and have that loop. Like, that loop I know is probably very satisfying to a lot of people. You can trans... I think translating ip that have that potential makes a lot of sense the order 1886 it's a very interesting one <laughs> to go let's make a monster under clone out of this um i feel like that would sell five copies but like it sounds like a cool idea like it sounds sounds fun it's just well here that, i would be shocked to hear sony say the words 1886 or the the year
2: i want to toss this out to you busting all right and i want to bring in two uh questions from it live service online games that are going on You've already brought up factions, obviously. It was number two in your list here that, of course, Naughty Dog is working on something Last of Us multiplayer-related. I want to know what you think that game's going to be in 2022 or uh, what they're working on in 2022. I don't know if it's not coming out this year, probably. But I also want to introduce the fact that people wrote in for this live service question about it saying Last of Us. The five-star man said, I think the world of The Last of Us could be turned into a live service-style game. I'm picturing a division-style game where players not only need to be wary of the infected, but other human factions slash players. And then Sam, aka G K Sam 10, wrote in and said, if they manage to pull off a Last of Us Battle Royale game, similar in style to Warzone, but with Last of Us mechanics, operators, and a unique naughty dog spin on extra skins and content, that would be awesome for me personally, as I'm a regular Warzone player. But I don't know. I am sorry, but I know that wouldn't be for everyone. Blessing, when you're thinking of what you're gonna get with whatever Last of Us factions two, for better for no, you know, no good name to call it, when you think of what you're gonna get from that game, what do you think you're gonna get?
3: I think it's going to be something big, right? I think it's going to be something ongoing. And I think that's why it's taking so long is that like there's just a lot of work being put into it. And I I am split. Like I'm so split in terms of what it's actually going to be because I could see it being a number of things. I would love it. I would love for it to be a Battle Royale style game, uh just because like playing Last of Us factions on PS3 on, on the in the original game, right? Like the thing that made that mode so good was the fact that it used the mechanics in a way that really translate to that feeling of survival, where it is, uh, in the mode that I like to play the most, which is, like, elimination, basically, where it's 4v4, last man standing kind of thing. It is you picking trying to pick up resources crafting the way you craft in the single player mode using the listen mode to like see where people are at in the map if they're not um uh, crawling around if they are running through and like getting an eye on them and then really satisfying um shooting mechanics like way more satisfying than like a last Us multiplayer mode should be uh which is why i say last plus had great gameplay that was the kfgd post show conversation that most of you guys don't get the reference to um but it was very it was a very satisfying multiplayer game and i could easily see that translating to a open world, like, battle royale style you're going through you're being super quiet and crawling everywhere trying not to make noise because everybody has listen mode and it being it probably working off of the last of Part two mechanics right like crawling under cars and like trying to find anywhere to hide like being in a store and in the way that in PUBG when PUBG first came out in 2017 you would have so many clips of people just hiding in bathtubs hearing footsteps and waiting for people to run by before they would get out i easily see last was having that like in the way that it is you're in a grocery store you're behind a counter you see a group of three come in and they're looting the place and you're sitting there like please leave please leave please leave. Yeah, my friends yeah, are dead yeah. i need to revive them. i have like, two
2: bullets in this revolver just get out yeah of
3: here. like i that game would be incredible that would be an incredible battle royale game the only thing is that the battle royale space is very tough right now if you are not apex fortnite or um Warzone, then it feels like you don't have a chance right like even PUBG doesn't get talked about as much Hi- hyperscape sure. came and went in like a day and a half uh <laughs> it is so difficult like I battle I'm with you, but you don't have to call... They don't have to double down on calling it a Battle
2: Royale, right? Because I think... I, I don't know how they're going to do it and what they're going to do, but the mechanics of that and the visual fidelity of that it would make it... And that's what I where I, I feel like I'm torn between them, right? Be, uh, between the two suggestions you just had. The five-star man, obviously, I love the division. So the idea of they're making this giant open world play with your friends last of us thing where it's like, all right, cool. We're there's three different factions. You pledge your allegiance to right. And then you roam the world doing all these different things and coming back and doing, you know, there's a story to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that'd be so fucking cool. And I think that would lend itself so well to naughty dog doing a new form of storytelling. Uh, but then i and then i go up to sam's co- thing of a war zone and it turns me off a war zone operators eh, but then hearing
3: you talk about it bless. Him, i'm like no that would be dope like maybe you can just get rid of the operators let me make my own character I mean, but like you can also have it be instead of operators right have it be classes of like okay you can play it as the fireflies or you can play play as the, the scars skulls scars scars god it's been a while since i played last parts, fine, yeah. i can't remember anymore um but like they're different the wolves and it's literally wolves right like Oh, my God. Like, there are literal fact... Fr- I mean, fra- God, fa- factions. I can't talk frog about factions. it. Frog uh, factions. Frog fractions, too. There are literal factions, right, that you can pick from in a game called Last of Factions that you can actually make it work, where it is, oh, yeah, the Scars have these abilities. The Wolves have heavy rep- weaponry, right? Like, the Fireflies have, let's say, like, info about the world or whatever, right? They're well-informed, and they can make choices that way. I think there's a lot to do... There's a lot you can do with that. And, like, in a, in a crazy... Ideal world for me, honestly, like, in a crazy world... I could see it being the destiny thing where it is hey there's um the PvE which is division style you're going through with your friends going through missions and like uh fighting against the infected but then you also have a pv pvp that you can jump into which is traditional factions plus a battle royale mode and even back to my battle royale point right it doesn't even literally need to be a battle royale it could be an objective based battle royale like those things exist and uh, i think some of them do well for themselves and like, we played hunt showdown and i even though we didn't love hunt showdown right i could see something along the lines of like no it is you doing something and then extracting from the area um as the fireflies or something like I think the sky's the limit for what it could be. The only thing is that the more we talk about it being all these different things, the more work that becomes for Naughty Dog for a company that it's in my PlayStation updates here, right? Working on three games, maybe, apparently, according to Neil Druckmann on Twitter, where he's like, yeah, we're hiring for blank, blank, and blank. And it's like, yeah, you're a company that's doing a lot right now. I don't know if you have it in you to be doing all this different shit. So maybe it is just a regular Battle Royale mode.
1: If 100 Ellie's don't drop out of a plane, I don't even want it. What were we doing? What were we... Do- like, literally, same avatar, same same outfit. Really confusing. Um, I mean, I I want everything from this. Uh, I love The Last of Us. I'm a Last of Us stand, despite all the associations that comes with that I hate. But, um, I, yeah, I, I love that world. Uh, I love both those games. I would love to see, I guess, a couple different modes with it. I think a form of a battle royale, like a form of a PvP is... Definitely on my list. Um, I'd love to see also some sort of like really small narrative pieces that could mm-hmm. either be maybe you can do with like a buddy or you can do on your own. You know, I, I don't spend a lot of time playing Fortnite. Like I kind of bounced off of it pretty early, and I've like dipped back in once. And like the game's totally different. There's like aliens and spaceships and all this crazy juice and stuff. But there are like story beats there. So I think it'd be so fun to see like other stories in the Last of Us universe that are totally standalone that I don't need those characters to appear again, but just like little moments that maybe introduce also new factions. Um, There's an additional faction that's like later in the game that we like see and meet, but only very briefly. So I'd love to see maybe stories Mm -hmm. from like that point of view, like, oh, to unlock the option to play is like new faction X, you do this like story mission and you get to like, you know, live as one of those characters from that. And in that, that's sort of how they embed the tutorialization of that faction's abilities and their weapons and sort of the lore there. Um, I would love like a some level of like almost base building or world building, like almost kind of a Simi style thing of maybe you go out on missions. Yeah, like, and you guys talked about this a lot on uh, a games cast from like a month or two ago. Um, I forgot who was on that. It, it was, was like you- Yes. um, That episode, like, y'all kind of broke down all the different variants of what this could be, uh, which I really enjoyed listening to. But to that, like, kind of nodding to that episode, like, y'all had talked about, you know, maybe having missions or even if it's Battle Royale style, where how you do impacts maybe, like, how things go for your base and you have, like, this sort of additional element, like, you guys were talking about how are you going to create stakes and intrigue and why are we doing this over and over again to,
3: to explain that a little bit right like in the original last of factions uh it was the fact that like before every mission the game had little narrative bits that they throw in there where it is you providing for um uh like your camp and it would tell you that, like, hey, X, Y, and Z person needs water. And so if you perform well in this, uh, uh, in this match, right, you're going to bring water home or you're going to bring resources home. And if you, the more you lose, the more people in your camp are dying or suffering or going through the certain things. And they would have events and stuff. Like, it was honestly a really cool idea that, like, led, led, led to factions feeling like more of a long-term like, investment as opposed to, oh, let me hop in and do some multiplayer and then hop out, right? Like, it was its way of staying, staying persistent.
1: I think, too, like, a a less crazy horde mode would be really fun. Obviously, horde mm. modes can get really um, arcadey, and I don't think that lends itself to, like, What Last of Us as well, which is, like, stealth and strategy. Um, but I think something like either you have to clear out, like, a, an abandoned town, or you have to, like, you know, maybe the story beat or, like, the story setup for it is... you know, And we can sort of have this in Last of Us, too, where you'd go and you'd have, like, these different jobs and errands you'd run, like, of, like, clearing out this tower or confirming that nothing's in here. And, like, even in... Early on in that game, like uh, Ellie and Dina were talking about, oh, what's the craziest like night you've had at this job? Like, oh, one time I had to kill like 30, one time I had to kill 15. Like, I think exploring that and turning that into its own mode and having that kind of be like a narrative, like sort of narratively tying into why we're doing this very like classic multiplayer mechanic would be fun. Um, And then to the side of that, I think having like in your base or hub world it could even just be like where you walk around and like select the game mode but it's sort of glorified you know you see this in games like, like Mario Party or Splatoon or anything like that stuff that you do like I think about those early moments in Last of Us 2 walking around the town and getting to do like the snowball fight mm-hmm. and these other things I think having these cute little simmy moments of like I can play darts for a while you know like things that you can do while you're maybe like you boot up the game and you're waiting for someone to like jump into your party and you're like oh in the meantime I'm gonna do this extra stuff or I'm gonna go craft or I'm gonna go see what's in t- the store today or whatever yeah, let me can tell you about a game called gta in.
3: online it sounds like you oh my really gosh like
1: it. honestly okay uh, no we're not going there we're not going are, are we about having- to go there because
3: I, I i come on march it comes to playstation <laughs> 5 and it's supposed That's to have
2: better I, load times it's supposed to have a tutorial it's supposed to have a way to a bonus to start blessing i'm telling
3: you i That's i, I read that and i was like huh. in gta online we're gonna be racist
1: okay honestly we're like be ready
3: racers oh, racers okay, right, right. we're gonna race cars <laughs> like I'm a, a don't wanna play i
1: don't want to <laughs> that. i don't want to be part of um that's why i don't have mics on ever but um i really want to like play gta 5 because i actually have never played it i've never played gta 5 um i'm one of the you know how people are always like why is it at the top of the charts who's still buying it me it's me you've seen me now i'm the person you've always wondered who's the man behind the mask the man in the mirror it's me it's also um, me because
3: i bought gta 5 like
1: three the, three times
3: uh, four so times we're in the all next part year?
1: of the, the the charts like we no, are no, the no, explanation no, oh, yeah. for why that's there um you're the person asking what's going on and we don't have a good answer for you but I'm well, waiting i am I walked across next... this
2: entire map in 2013 <laughs> how is this? how are you still playing this game um, <gasps>
1: i'm waiting for the next gen version to drop um hopefully i have time to play when that comes out i feel like Compared to January and February, like I feel like the rest of the mu- the rest of the year can't touch me. Like I'm getting all my gaming out now, and there's gonna be no game no games are coming out for the next year after we're done with this initial wave. So I think March. I'll have time.
3: I don't know if you've seen the latest update, the Blessing Superfun game release calendar. It's just
1: Kirby, right? And like oh, there's no. Kirby 19. Dig up like...
3: the blessing, dig up the calendar.
2: While you do that, I'll remind people of patreon.com/slash kinda funny games. Of course, you can go there to write in to be part of the show like so many of you have. To be watching live, just like Bandersn is Omega 3 as Josh GR. And of
0: course, you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, here's this week's sponsors. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. New year, new you. Maybe a you who leaves behind things that don't serve you, like those dang overdraft fees. When your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned cash money without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to 2 Hundred dollars on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. You can get started at chime.com/kfgames. That's c-h-i-m-e.com/kfgames. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. See Chime.com slash spot me. And go to Chime.com slash games to get started. This episode is brought to you by Express And look, I get it. You don't watch porn, so maybe you're just paying attention to this ad for, you know a friend but with everything going on the world governments have increased surveillance they're using your devices to track your location movements and in a lot of places your internet activity expressvpn reroutes your internet connection through a secure encrypted server so you can surf the web anonymously newsflash incognito mode is a sham your isp can still see every single site you visit but with one click of a button expressvpn keeps others from seeing all the freaky stuff you've been looking at yeah talking about you nick scarpino we've been using expressvpn for a long time it's been keeping me safe keeping me secure i just feel better being out on the internet knowing that expressvpn has my back protect your privacy today and get three months of expressvpn for free visit expressvpn.com slash kind that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash kind to learn more blessing how bad is march
3: it's so it's time. funny i went to twitter to bring up the calendar and i was like oh this is so small i can't read this shit <laughs> who who would upload such a like a small like text file man it's so skinny uh so i had the doc actually open on my computer right like in in march and this is just the stuff that i've listed that only i'm playing right yeah. like uh i'm not listing the stuff that i'm not playing which is there is stuff in march that i'm not playing that i haven't listed but just for you? march right i'm talking shadow warrior 3 that's march 1st grand turismo 7 that's march 4th grand theft auto 5 that's march 15th tunic that's March 16th. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, that's 17th. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, that's March 18th. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, that's March 25th. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, that's March 25th. And then Ghostwire Tokyo is also March 25th. March 25th is ridiculous. The hell was that? So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's <laughs> going on it in my today. of March
1: loading up. <laughs> March um, that's them feeding on. in the games and then they're just chucking out. Yeah, I don't know why the 25th is so stacked. I mean, I think of those games you listed the ones that are highest on my radar are kirby and tunic um which isn't like too terrible i mean i imagine those are like not insanely long games so i think i'll be okay yeah it's not like what we're doing
2: right now where it's like hey roll from dying light 2 into horizon into elden ring also i did add um
1: to my calendar i added weird west because paris is really hyped for that so i'm like you know what sure also project triangle strategy comes out march 4th and i think that's the only other like bi- i, I kind of just tried to list like whatever the big ones are even if i'm not playing them so it's not nothing's as crazy as now so i, I feel like i can do it
2: i got lost in the in the dates there
3: did you mention ghostwire or is that not on your list yeah i mentioned ghostwire okay, that's, okay. that's mm-hmm. part of the march 25th madness of time, yeah, yeah, time and Kirby and ghostwire Too it's much. like
1: when the teachers accidentally all schedule the tests on the same day and you just have this big ass test day that's what march 25th is
3: yeah this reminds it reminds me of like um the Doom in Animal Crossing Day, when those games came yeah. out the same day, but they're so different. And you look at like Kirby, Ghostwire, and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I'm sure there's not gonna be much crossover, but like, what if you're like me and you play everything? And it's like, oh, I shit. can't wait for that art what piece though do?
1: that someone's gonna make of all the characters hanging out together.
2: We got more show to do, but I do wanna get a couple other ones, live service. Just, I'll shout them out. We don't have to talk about them too much, all right? This one I thought was interesting. Is Tari wrote in patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can, and said, Little Big Planet. Don't know how exactly, but I think they could pull something fun with it. Other than that, I would rather see original new IPs from them. Little Big Planet I thought was an interesting one because, like, Little Big Planet already existed as a live service. I guess you know with you know Bungie's backing and all this different stuff in terms of their tech and what they've learned, it could be different. But as someone it's who covered again. Little Big Planet forever, right, like they were doing drops for that for years with licensed IP, get all of the DC superheroes in the game, get all the Marvel superheroes in the game, uh, and now of course with Dreams still going and still chugging along, like. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, to see a little big plan to come back up. Like, oh, well, yeah, but I guess they already did that as a live service, right, Janet?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see that come back, though. I think that was a lot of the vibes I got from just like general players or like our peers, rather, is, you know, with Sackboy, I think everyone likes Sackboy fine. Like, it's a really good game. But I think it sort of did make some of us like miss. What little big planet was since yeah. it's like the same character and thinking and kind of being nostalgic for those earlier games, especially one and two. Not that three wasn't good. It's just I, I personally didn't play three. I kind of fell off at that point. I think it was one of those things where, okay, well I feel like you've said all you, there is to say, and now you're just saying more things. The things you're saying aren't bad, but it, I just kind of lost interest personally. I think there's a lot of potential in. Especially in terms of like mascotting characters, having Sackboy come back in in like a Mario Party esque situation. Like, the I could totally see something like, akin to Fall Guys, but with the Sack creatures, I think it's. To- I mean, when I think of what Fall Guys is too, with like the IPs and the costumes, it reminds me so much of Little sure. Big Planet era sure. as well. So I or think like, something like that could be really good. I, there's not I, a lot of family time on PlayStation. Like, the family vibes on PlayStation are kind of like. Not all there. Not that you need that, but it is. I feel like an added benefit. Um, I know there's like Ratchet, but I never really thought of that as like a family game, even though it is often nominated for that like, category in Game Awards.
3: I definitely like uh, agree with you in terms of like what they what they can do with Sackboy, but then I think of like the fact that AstroBot exists, and like they could do all the same things as the AstroBot, and probably. More just because AstroBot I think has had the more recent success in terms of like it being packed in with PS5, with such a cool uh, game in Astro's Playroom, it being such a success on VR with with their game, and them maybe probably hope uh, working on a game for uh, PS5 that is just a regular platformer. At least in my in my dream world, I want that to happen. Even though they're probably working on another VR game. Uh, it- and, and it, this
2: might be something of like, again, where are we getting a little too loose with live service? But then again, I also think they're probably playing looser than we were. I think. The IGN definition we're holding them to isn't what they'll end up doing and what they'll end up counting these 10 things. Same. I think with an Astrobot game, right, it gets really fascinating of what they could do with that in terms of the multiplayer there. Because, again, we talked about it recently, I think, too, with Playroom of, like, you know, Jeff Grubb and uh, Mike Minotti and a whole bunch of other people going back and forth on scores. I think it could be really interesting to either have it be – have ghosts that you're chasing. like it, It's like a main part of the game that you're turning on and doing. Or if it was a little bit like – um a battle royale, right? Of, of you know, you, oh, you, you enter into this mode and it's, you all go and you're all playing your own thing, but you can see the ghosts of everybody and who falls and who dies and who how it continues that way because they did it with Mario, right? And I think obviously, mm-hmm. since this is so inspired by Mario, you could put that in there too. I would,
3: I would like to see them do some kind of like back and forth with Sackboy and Astro Astrobot, um, being it, it being like a hey, let's let's find the best of both worlds here, right? Let's us utilize Sackboy and do the thing that you're talking about, Gregory. It is like, oh yeah, we can do like the ghost runs or whatever, Sackboy fastest t- a sackboy speedrun game uh or astrobot speedrun game and then make the sackboy uh little big planet game that does exist the way that old little big planet did where it is dropping levels making you create levels and selling c- items for those levels or creation tools and all that stuff like i i i like both of the the franchises fairly well between astrobot and and sackboy and i think like i want to see them use them more because like i think i kind of think they're they're underutilized uh just a bit at least sackboy
2: I'm putting up a poll right now. Who do you love more, Sackboy or Astrobomb? I was
3: thinking that. Like, who's cuter?
2: I said love. And it's Astrobot. too late. it You know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: but that's Astro what West the love Junior. is based on. What else is the love based on? The games? Like, come on
2: now. Uh, man, Janet, you were just really revealing yourself lately. You know what I mean? You, love is based on looks, and you would just go help anybody rather than a family member. It's embarrassing,
3: you know? Disgusting.
1: like I'm a member, of, I'm a pillar of this community in Dying Light 2, okay? <laughs> The town may not have meant anything to oh, you. But there's
2: oh, man, some I'm people sorry. I need a, you need a nail trimmer? Hold on. I'll get back to trying to save my family in a second. I got to run this across town real quick. All how would right?
1: that work out? How'd that go?
2: We're still going to do a spoiler cast eventually. It's not oh, today. We're so, gonna do many so many things.
1: So many things. And
2: then the other one I wanted to show I came from Flip the USB twice, who said SOCOM socom is another lost franchise playstation through to the wayside a new socom game done right could easily be a competitor to games like rainbow six siege valorant or counter-strike go a tactical squad based socom a game i the go is the go-to game for these days for these types services and mag bring back mag these are these are games you shout out from your heart and i appreciate it and i love that you're there in the same way i shout out a, a Patapon or whatever but like Nobody would give a flying fuck about another SoCom, and I'm sorry. I know how many people love SoCom. Yeah. I know there's a lot of you who love SoCom. Like that is such an uphill battle. You want to talk about like what PlayStation can't do? I don't think it can make such a dialed in. Here's this tactical game we're putting out because you're just gonna start turning people off. Even though there are is an audience for Siege. Don't get me wrong. For CS:GO, obviously, but am I wrong, bless?
3: I mean, no, you're not wrong. But also, I I don't know. I could I could see. Maybe Deviation Studios or one of these partnered studios may be working on something called Socom. Like, I, 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 I think if you just want the brand recognition and as PlayStation, if you're like... But isn't oh, there baggage what? to the brand? Like, I even think that of, like, what does Socom even mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do people... It's nostalgia, you know? it's like it's... For old fucks like
2: me, and, I, yeah. when I, and like, my I nostalgia like... is the time I bought the PS2 Ethernet adapter or Internet adapter dial-up and I made Poe buy it, too. We you're played one game. We're like, <laughs> never done with this game.
1: But it's also just recognizable even if you don't, like, have a history with it. Like, me as someone who never played, like, anything from any SOCOM stuff, like, I just know that name, though. So it's like, oh, okay. Like, and I think that I think that still supersedes any potential baggage.
0: But does yeah, like, when you see you the name, you, you go, oh,
2: I need is. to play that? Well, no, no
1: but that's because it's the kind of, kind of game it is. I wouldn't say that with any of the games listed by its side, like Rainbow Six, Valorant, any of that. Like, I'm not, I, thats none of that is of my realm, but I recognize it as a thing.
3: Honestly, if you if if at the next PlayStation presentation where it is them showing off all the big first party things, if you showed me a Deviation Studio logo and then showed me the Socom logo and then showed gameplay that looked like Rainbow Six Siege, I think I, I would get into it. I'd be like, all right, I want to play this. I want to see what this is about.
2: I just feel like the return on investment for that would is going to be you need lots and lots of people to buy it, and so I just don't see PlayStation doubling down on it that way. But you no, make a good point that you you have all, they're partnering and you know working with all these people who are shooter studios what do you want to give them how do you want to do it
3: yeah it's like is it easier to launch a new ip or easier to just use this thing that at least some people know about and like what get people hyped especially here's, if you sell something that is fresh and new
2: here's the one where i would bring it out right as i feel like there's more goodwill to the resistance brand than SOCOM. i think you'd be that you'd see more people do that
3: uh, oh but like what kind of game though because like i feel like if you are gonna sell sure. if you are gonna sell a multiplayer like pvp game I think SOCOM would, would be more successful than Resistance. Because Resistance is, is co-op, right? It's campaign. People aren't playing. Actually, were people playing Resistance as like a Yeah, easy, it was competitive. Never, it was competitive. Okay. Yeah. I never played it that way, but I don't I also don't think it was known that way, right? Like wasn't Resistance more co-op in terms of like why people were actually playing it.
2: I mean, I I think of it more as I mean, I guess this is eye of the beholder kind of shit, right? I, I always yeah, thought of yeah. it as a single player, <laughs> like a single player shooter, like I'm getting a story from it. But yeah, my point. My know. point is more. Is you more you solid. did the but thing I, where I'm like, "SOCOM is." I didn't say sucks. SOCOM is like dead. Like, well blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, they have all these shooter studios." I'm like, "Fuck, you're right."
3: Yeah, like, yeah I just it, feel
2: like it's so like, SOCOM four was so flat. And granted, it was it was an online game that launched during the PSN outage. And tomorrow, <laughs> they're going to be
1: like, we're <laughs> announcing the next state of play, So Here, Here's
3: <laughs> my thing, is that you mentioned that SOCOM has baggage. I wouldn't have been able to tell you that it had baggage. Same. Right? And I'm also somebody that, what, that didn't play SOCOM growing up. I just know SOCOM from other people talking about it. And like- yeah my friends who happen to have a ps2 and happen to have like network or whatever i wasn't playing my ps2 online like that those people would play socom and like it and like i if you told me that ps3 socom launched i would have been like did it because i do not remember a ps3 socom ever coming out like i did i don't associate socom with 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 baggage um and i and i also think it's the type of game you want to make if you're making a pvp uh multiplayer fps that's coming directly from playstation first party i do think it's either new ip Or it's SOCOM. Like, I don't know if much else really fits that. You know, like, Resistance, sure, but I think people would want a Resistance single player game if that's the case. Like, Kill Zone, you want a single player or like a campaign game if that's the case. I'm like 50 50 on it. But I I don't think there's harm in attaching the SOCOM IP to a new FPS game, especially if you're going to refresh it and make it like a Siege type game or a Valorant type game. If anything, the more I talk about it that way, the more I'm like, fuck, that might actually be a hit. If you put out a SOCOM Valorant type experience. SOCOM was third person, wasn't it? Ooh, you you're asking, asking questions. I don't know. <laughs> I I assumed it was first person. I do not know. Pretty sure it was third.
2: Barry, give me a Google. I might be wrong. When you have the chance. Now, well, now, me... The, pro- the Wait, problem right. is why I'm being quiet now is I'm like, fuck. You've kind of incepted this idea of this does make sense that SOCOM could come back.
1: This is. But because totally ag- I, I, I I'm what just was like a game that won that bracket. That like neither of you played or barely played. Oh, Parasite like, oh, Eve. Br- Parasite Eve. Yeah, this is like how y'all got to Parasite <laughs> Eve. Like, don't step into the web that blessing is spinning. Like, just, just stay, stay away. I, I mean,
3: you're asking about what was the latest SOCOM. Sorry, what was that? You're asking about what the latest SOCOM was?
2: No, I was, I was, I was. I was I'm, I'm, I would almost bet. I would almost say I'm at ninety percent certainty that SOCOM is third person. That's I was asking right, I'm you looking for it right
3: now. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm watching gameplay right now for SOCOM U.S. Navy SEALs, and. No, oh, okay no there's third person in here it's yeah. weird there was one clip where it was first person but maybe it, it, that was it the... is described as a third person tactical shooter game okay thank okay, you okay you're much. right it's third person but like i think you make sure i'm it. not that out of it yeah i think oh, yeah i mean you can do whatever person.
2: you want with it i mean they, yeah, yeah no no
3: it's like wasn't rainbow now i'm now i'm gonna sound like i don't know anything it wasn't wasn't like the original like rainbow six games weren't those third person or were those always first person i remember vegas being first vegas was first Wasn't there like a, uh, you know what? I'm going to research it. And as we continue, I won't say more because I feel like I'm going to be wrong. It's just, I don't know. And and this is probably my own biases sneaking
2: in. And the fact that I've been around PlayStation so long and have played SOCOMs before, where I'm just like, it's just, this is too tactical. So I'm bringing the baggage of them making it too tactical and too obtuse. If they were going to bring it in and put it into these shooters' people's hands, I guess they could do it. But I also just feel like I'm not a SOCOM guy. I'm a Rainbow Six guy. I'm not a SOCOM guy. I'm a Counter Strike guy. Like, I feel like. There's going to be this very passionate audience, PlayStation audience. That's going to be about it because I remember when they launched that PlayStation like upvote, downvote like idea thing. That SOCOM remasters were always upvoted at the top by the very, very excited SOCOM community. Mm-hmm. I just don't know in, in a world of Rainbow Six, in a world of so many other uh, Call of Duty, even though that's you know could be an Xbox exclusive forever in the future for whatever the next three games or whatever. I don't know. I don't yeah. want more SOCOM. And, and to end all this, alternative <laughs> Levi doesn't want anything. I said, I what do you want? want no what, what, in the way you don't want to be Gabe Logan, I definitely don't want fucking SOCOM <laughs> digging its way out of the grave. All right. <laughs>
3: Uh, also, I, I was wrong. April six was always first person too.
2: <laughs> alternate Le, alternate Levi wrote in and said, uh, you know, what do you want for an online service game from PlayStation studios? Honestly, nothing. I know it's unrealistic to ask for with today's gaming landscape, but I feel like Sony jumping into a live service model would harm their brand. They are known for high quality and more importantly, complete games, live service is typically, but admittedly not always the opposite of this. If this does occur, I can only hope that they bring the quality of their recent single player games to the still evolving genre. Again, I think it's just a little bit too of like thinking in, in, in too much in concrete terms of what a live service game is where I think we've already talked about a bunch of different things where I think Ghost of Tsushima Legends like I think falls into what they're talking about of like what they're looking forward to and that they would count it as a live service game going forward, even though it really wasn't in by the IGN definition we've been using. But I think Ghost is a great example. They do know what they're doing and they do. The studios do want to try to do cool shit with yeah. it.
1: I think also, like, even if these projects, like, some of them flop, or they, like, even if, frankly, some of the games are straight-up bad, I don't think that necessarily does the damage to the brand that this person is writing in sort of indicating that it might. Just because I think you'd see that more as, oh, they are str- they struggle with multiplayer, which, guess what? I think that now, because you don't have any. You know what I mean? Like, it's just having, no- <laughs> having nothing to show and having a not-so-great thing to show is in the same camp to me. The only difference is, like, one of those versions is actually trying to get something off the ground so yeah i think the only way that it would like change the branding would be if they literally were like we're off that single player stuff it's all multiple you know they'd have to do something crazy like that to change the association i think those they'll still maintain that association for a really long time like it would take so much time and such a swing in how they make games holistically for anyone to see you know, a flop or a not so hot multiplayer thing and say, oh, like Sony no longer makes, like they'd have to stop doing what they're currently doing for you to have that vibe. So I really don't think there's any risk in that regard in terms of like direction or ethos or reputation.
3: And I, don't, and I don't think this is a thing that Sony's forcing on their developers either. Like, I'm sure there's conversations and encouragement and, like, them taking feedback in terms of how we can do these things. But I don't think it's a thing of, like, Sony going to Insomniac or going to Sucker Punch and going, you have to have a, a multiplayer version mm-hmm. of this thing, right? Because that's just not the way that PlayStation um, uh, uh, does operates, things. Operates. Yeah. Uh, operates, yeah. Like, I, I looked it up uh, last week as I was doing my uh, research for my conspiracy theories. And I was trying <laughs> to find if, if anywhere. As one does.
1: As one does. <laughs>
3: Uh, I was fr- trying to find anywhere if Sony Santa Monica has put out any job listing for multiplayer and like the answer is no, right? Like it seems like they're very much on, uh, on track to be doing what they're doing. And like, I'm sure, I'm sure those conversations are probably happening, right? Where it is like, Hey, would you ever be interested in Sony Santa Monica probably is like, no. And then they're probably like, cool, just check in. Right. Whereas like I look at 36
2: Nadia. minutes ago, Sony Santa Monica tweets, hot job, art director. We're seeking an experienced art director for a new unannounced title. North our leadership team to oh. identify and solve some serious? artistic challenges, including defining a stylistic vision. I was waiting for the right time to do It doesn't say multiplayer, okay. the ad for is a up. Uh, yeah, it's just art director, like you know, it's responsibilities. I'm not seeing anything about multiplayer or anything like that because you, you
3: put the fear of God it. into me just now. just close, it was very so close.
2: You, know, like, you, you, you almost got your God. ass for sure. I was like, maybe
3: I'm wrong then. Maybe they are forcing everybody to do it, but yeah, like it seems like they're doing their own thing. And like, uh, like talking about Naughty Dog, right? Like, Naughty Dog has been doing multiplayer already, and like when they uh put out that big um, put out the big marketing push for Last of Us Part 2 in like uh, late 2019 and, pe- and it came out that there wasn't going to be multiplayer right like they are very upfront in terms of hey no we want to make multiplayer we know the fans love multiplayer we're going to work on multiplayer and that is like a that's a thing that comes from Naughty Dog right that's not necessarily PlayStation going hey this w- this needs to be part of our push right and then you go through the list and it's like Bungie is Bungie, right? They're they're already doing multiplayer. Firewalk, uh, new IP. They're partnered, right? It's not like it's it's uh, any other studio we know. Uh, uh, London Studio, I can't speak to, but like their last game was Blood and Truth. I'm sure they're like, hey, give us a shot to make something bigger. And so like there you go. But then you go through and it's like, no, I can I can see each of these studios having their own uh, like agency in terms of them choosing whether or not they want to they want to do this multiplayer thing. And we've already seen some hits with Ghost of the Legends, and like hopefully that those hits translate into something bigger and better for them
2: uh i want to move on because there's more show to do but i do want you to give you some early poll results the results here right from twitter.com slash game over greg he's a very scientific poll with 2300 votes in right now uh who do you love more astrobot is winning with 67.5 the percent of the vote over Sackboy. boy mm-hmm. uh and a very f- bias in a very new, in a very fresh uh, poll, so don't take any of this to the bank just yet. Uh, would you be excited for a new SOCOM? Uh, the no's are currently winning at 54.5%. Wow.
3: Which means the yeses
2: okay. are 45.5%, which are way higher than I thought
3: they'd be. That's lower than I thought that we'd get for yeses. For are you excited for a new, or would you be excited for a new SOCOM? But
1: would you have to take into account, well, too, that to there you might be. There might be some people who just fun. aren't interested in that kind of game, period. Like if I were answering that poll, sure. I would say no. But that's not yeah. because I have any beef with SOCOM specifically. It's just that. This that's is not one where of those things too. Lie. where, he,
2: Again, like I, as the words came out of my mouth, like, oh, that could bite me in the ass. But I'm like, oh sure, I'll be all right. But as I look through the replies to this and how happy people would be with new SOCOM, oh, I'm gonna get it tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ooh. So I'll just craft a tweet for you. Just write, just plug this into Twitter at game Greg, you're wrong about SOCOM. Okay, there you go. I understand that you like SOCOM. You don't need to be mean about it. That'll that'll show me that you care about SOCOM, that you really want to get back to that tactical squad-based hoorah okay. gameplay, all right? I'm I'm, glad, I'm sorry nobody's giving you the military shooter y'all want. You know what I mean? Like, Thank God we're going to get another one of those wasting goddamn PlayStation Studios making that instead of something fun. Something colorful. You apologize something that you down? <laughs> You're goddamn right I am. If I'm going to take it on the chin all day, I'll say it again from the top of the mountain. Socom sucks. All right. We don't need it. We don't want it. We're a different PlayStation. We don't need this anymore. Are they, are they a different PlayStation? Because they're I doing don't know. No, a lot of people are still the same people. On the PlayStation. But I'm just saying we don't need it. Cameron Kennedy. Socom just looks generic to me. Yes. Maybe I'll be wrong. Don't get me wrong, everybody. Greg Miller, huge Division fan, right? Because the Division a really great game, and all the other SOCOMs that came before it, dog shit. If they can make a SOCOM as good as Division, I'll play it and be excited about it. But just right now, no. If you like SOCOM, I don't you're know stupid. if it's that kind of game. <laughs>
1: I don't
2: I don't think SOCOM is a Division. <laughs> Blessing. It doesn't matter. We've we've gone. It's that thing. We got to bury the needle now with the hate. All right. We just got. If they want to hate me for a reason, I got to give it to them. I got to.
3: I can be their Dark Knight. You understand? Can I ask guys for a bet though? Sure. Uh before we go, I know we have a lot of show left and we'll probably speed speed run through it at this point, but out of the ten that I listed, right? My ten conspiracy theories slash non-conspiracy theories bets for bets and confirms for what this uh 10 game strategy is gonna be, out of ten, how many do think do you think I get right?
1: Do, 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 um, do, 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 are we counting do, the confirmed do, 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 in there? Because that's like pretty. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, confirmed bungee n-
2: new IP. I don't know if I can really. I mean, yes, I guess,
3: <laughs> that is correct. I, I
1: could not end up doing it. That's always like you can always cancel things. I don't feel like this when... count
3: as uh, as predictions though.
1: Okay, so then only the we can, we, I mean, six we can down to six. the
3: bottom five or the six, right? If you're including okay. the twisted metal.
1: How many? So how many will exist?
3: Of yes these? how many how many of these uh, as i've predicted them right so we were metal. talking about bottom six we're talking about fire sprite twisted metal deviation games new multiplayer fps ip uh sucker well, that i'm not gonna call i'm just gonna call socom i'm just gonna call it deviation is making socom oh my See God. now, uh, now well, it gets now spicy so Socom. now i yeah. don't think it's i was gonna say
2: I'm before when you're yeah. like these are all i'm like yeah these are all pretty much what you'd expect
1: it's you hard that. to get you yeah. too specific, but then also people will say you're a coward if you're not specific enough. Yeah, so see, it's up I'm to you be a who you want to be. I'm okay. leaning into
3: it now uh, because why not, right? All right, we're going to say Fire Sprite, Twisted Metal, Deviation okay. Games, SOCOM, Sucker Punch, Ghost of Tsushima Legends 2, Gorilla Horizon co-op game, Insomniac, Spider-Man multiplayer game, and then I guess we don't we don't have to count number 10 because whatever, okay. whatever. So out I of those five.
1: Of those five, I'm going to say two of those. Um, I think Twisted Metal... And which is kind of like kind of an easy one in the sense that it's very heavily reported. Like, I would be surprised that it didn't happen. And then I'm going to go with Ghost Tsushima Legends, too. I mean, I just think those are the two most realistic ones. The deviation one I would have gave you, but you dug your heels in with the it's so calm specifically. And I just I mean, anything can happen, as we've seen in um, all of the last like weeks and months and years of wild stories popping up that never that if you would have some of the things that have happened in the last like few weeks if you would have predicted it people would have been like you're dumb you don't understand how money or math or business works anyway so anything can happen at this point but i just feel like i don't think they're gonna really revive something like that like i just don't really see that happening maybe it could happen i don't know uh ghost i feel like you like you said legends was acclaimed they're obviously digging into, like, Ghost as one of the staple franchises. There's, like, the Jin Funko Pop six. Once I saw that Funko Pop, I'm like, we're going to see this dude for the rest of the generation. I was like, this man <laughs> is here to stay. He's on the back of people's shelves, like, you know, and all this other content. So that one, and I guess if I had to pick another one that from that list, just because I feel like that's an easy cop-out. Like, those two, like, they're kind of the obvious ones. Oh, man. I guess I'd go with Spider-Man multiplayer also because, like, I don't know what's going on in Insomniac, but they're able to, like, do a bunch of stuff. Like, I, I don't know. They, like, are, are announcing projects constantly, so I'm going to go with that multiplayer game. The Horizon co-op, I would wish that would happen, but I feel like with them already doing the VR thing, unless that's going to have a multiplayer angle, which is possible, um, I feel like that's a lot going on with that ip if they were to do oh we have the new horizon game coming out and then we have a vr and then we also have a multiplayer like that just seems like a lot happening all of a sudden
3: maybe synergy right there maybe
2: i want you to know i'm afraid all right. I'm afraid that you've spoken a SOCOM game into existence. We don't need it. We don't I think want that is it.
1: That's what happened.
2: Yeah. God damn. Also, yeah. I, was, I found we play-
1: announce it, everyone's going to be like, see, look, it's here. Fuck you, like, Greg.
2: <laughs> Fuck you. Ad game over, Greg. Fuck you, Greg. When it gets announced, that's what you need to do. If it's the deviation one, right? There's a report from PlayStation Lifestyle from Monday. Yeah. Well, oh, today. So it's today. Report Deviation games PS5 shooter will have story driven single player mode. Not that, like okay, surprising or whatever. Like Oops leaks, yeah. Deviation the ga- oops leaks on Twitter is the source. Deviation Games, and I don't know who oops leaks is by the way. Uh, Deviation Games are working on a world class FPS that is planned to support, be supported for years, if not. Let me try again, everybody. I'm sorry, I'm scared of SoCom. I can feel it breathing. I can feel the can tactical, the tactical military vest that you all fucking couldn't. You couldn't just go play goddamn Ghost Recon. Now I got to get a fucking SoCom coming out of the grave again. Oops, Leaks tweets. Deviation games are working on a world-class FPS that is planned to be supported for years, if not generations. The project will receive many game modes, including heavily story-driven single-player campaigns and multiplayer aimed uh, for uh, both for arcade modes and uh, competitive ones. The project is ambitious, but in the early stages of production, so things could change a few more times. The first official information should be expected within a year, and the release of the game is currently scheduled for 2024. I I don't I do not think deviation games is so calm I refuse to believe that I don't believe it all right uh Ghost of Tsushima Legends 2 bet 100% uh Guerrilla Horizon Co-op yeah I think there was where there's smoke there's fire and we heard about that a while back and like you know rumors of it and like the hiring for it like I think that makes a lot of sense and I think it'll be something similar to uh uh, Ghost of Tsushima you know maybe even an add-on to uh Forbidden West right where it would just be like their frozen wilds yeah, would then be yeah. like this multiplayer drop so of we're not two done player.
1: tacking it on
2: no well i mean i think you could i think my thing about the tack on janet is that i think most of them if not all of them would be hey if you have the game you can get it for ten dollars off or whatever mm-hmm. it is and if you don't then you can buy it straight up i think you'll be able to buy them all straight up going forward i would think could be wrong uh and the spider-man multiplayer game god yes i hope so I don't I don't but I don't buy it necessarily it's Insomniac. I think especially with Wolverine on their plate, Spider-Man 2, whatever they want to do with the entire Spider-Man universe and I know how talented Insomniac is and I know how big Insomniac is. There could be people there working on a multiplayer thing, but I doubt it.
3: I also think and this is a different conversation. I also think Insomniac's probably working on something vr too. Like Insomniac wears so many hats and they have so many talents that like I they have they they've proven they can do single player they've proven they can do um, superhero stuff they've made VR games in the past PSVR yeah. two is coming out I feel like if I'm PlayStation I'm having them work on a VR thing as well and I'm like do it do you do that and do multiplayer but like they've said they're hiring for multiplayer so they are doing multiplayer it's it's a lot it's maybe it's a multiplayer VR thing maybe you're playing multiplayer VR Spider Man
1: oh my God again with the um even though I kind of feel like you're right with was it on uh, it was on your y'all's PSVR two episode the one that had Taylor on it with your prediction of spider-man vr because like it's too much it has too much cachet to not have a game that has spider-man in the title which i do lightly agree with but i still just cannot wrap my head around what that would be that would not make you ill but like i want it yeah. i want to see how it's like would I just be like oh it's Spider-Man like it's but you're like Mary Jane stream. in that one area that no one liked in the game that Everybody like, hated no
2: I don't yes. think they would do that like too. it's just
1: that like maybe or I think of like those VR experiences where you're like walking on um what the heck is it called like the construction areas like those big ass beams and it's like whoa like I might die but it's I'm not gonna die because it's I mean, my living room it's my living room has floor, an Iron VR game
3: that Greg's played
1: yeah but, but... like Iron Man is a
2: different thing right like Iron Man is a guy in a suit where it's like you're way it really more like just lying. yeah and even yeah. that
1: honestly like I I like demoed that like while I was at IGN and I was and they, the person was there like the person like from the team or like representing the team like helping set up and talk us through the stuff I was twisting around in that cable man I was causing all sorts of trouble um so yeah I don't know I don't know
2: uh blessing Correct. this is where I usually want some PlayStation updates from you However, the roller skating, game playing, marathon training, Janet Garcia has, needs to run on time for a change rather than how we usually go like 30 minutes over the show. So I want you guys to talk about Sifu. So I would like to jump all the way down, if we can, to what you play playing so You can get in and talk about Sifu because blessing. What I think has been interesting, of course, YouTube.com kind of funny games. You can go over there, you can get our uh, review of Sifu. It's you. Uh, you can, t- you can go over to um YouTube.com kind of funny games, get kind of funny games daily where we're talking about is it too difficult. I just wanted to give it a chance. This blessing, I know your game of the year, Janet, you're a little bit less than that, right?
1: Yeah, um, I'm at I acknowledge this is a good game, probably even a great game. However, it, I don't think it's a game that I'll see all the way through. It is my returnal in that sense, which is hilarious because I know Barrett. like a tweet out, like, this is my returnal on that. Like, I can do it. I'm like, this is my returnal on that. I'm giving up, and I'm kind of okay with that, you know? Like, I would love to be the person that could – that wanted to do it because like I probably could and like people you know online are like can be very encouraging at times like I'm sure you can just you know pick up the sticks and you got I'm like no no I probably could do it I don't want to I don't want to get sometimes you don't want to get good and I think this is a game where I don't want to get better at it because I think it's just gonna the hill is so steep and it's just I don't see I don't see the light at the end of that tunnel for me.
2: And one of the things when we were, you know, planning the show and talk about it ahead of time, and I know blessing you touch some of, some of this games daily, right? We are very much trying to talk in this one about your guys' uh, individual interpretations of it, and kind of really what falls down into approachability, not accessibility. Obviously, there's a bigger conversation happening with Seafood right now about accessibility, and uh, of course, the blind gamer uh, Steve uh, Steve uh, Sailor, he was talking about uh, a kind of funny review where tomorrow was talking, I didn't like this, and I didn't like that there you there weren't indicators and yada yada yada, and he's like, I was screaming at my was like accessibility would help with that uh i think a lot of the conversation about accessibility in sifu is akin to returnal and accessibility and if you remember on ps i love you xoxo episode 68 c sailor came on the show to talk about returnal from a dif- d- difficulty accessibility uh, standpoint where he was saying he wasn't calling for an easy medium hard mode he wanted adaptive or dynamic difficulty or some kind of assist mode like celeste so i wanted to make sure we touch on accessibility could fix all, a lot of these different things, but for this conversation, what's going on and why Janice turned off by it. Cause I saw Sifu obviously like everybody else in the, you know, the run up to it thought it looked really cool. And then when the report started coming back of like Tim and blessing being like, Oh yeah, the game hurts your hands. Oh, there's this, that and the other, And Tim being like, Oh yeah, I've spent like two hours on this boss. That's when I was like, Peace, I'm not playing this. Like, this is not something I want to spend my time with. Blessing, am I wrong? Like, I mean, like, obviously I needed to boot it up and try it because I think mean, you say it's a game of the year contender. Uh, but, like, is you, do you think it'll click for me?
3: I don't think it'll click for you, if, I, if I'm being completely honest. And that's mainly for the thing of, like, not only is it difficult, it is it's not really a story focused game. There's not really much there outside of what it presents as the beat up gameplay and you being in there, engaging in the con in the combat. And like it's gorgeous scenery, right. And visuals and For music sure. and all the stuff that is, that is enhancing the, the experience from an aesthetic standpoint. Like that is part of why I love the game so much is like, It is such a pretty-looking game, and the visuals are so gorgeous, gorgeous. but then also, the combat feels so deep, and it is punishing. Like, it is, like, I don't know how much you know about, or you've you've heard or looked into the uh, exact premise of the game and how it works uh, on a systems level, but it is you going through and every single time you die you uh you age up a bit and so like you die once you start you start off 20 years old and the first time you die you then turn 21 and then you die again and then that goes up to 23 because more numbers get added the more you die uh and you can get those numbers down but that's like a whole other thing but basically you're every time you die you age up and if you get into age 70 and die again it is game over and you basically have to complete the game without getting a game over which means that it's kind of like an old, old arcade game or a bit, or mm-hmm. an old Mario game or something where it is. You have a certain number of lives to get to the end, but you don't have extra lives, right? It isn't like there is no like, oh, I'm going to hop on a shell and then hack my way to 100 lives. There's not I
2: even know. like an astronaut like right in Returnal.
3: No, yeah, there's yeah, there's not an astronaut. It is. I, I think the closest thing is you getting it down your death counter, which is the thing that ups the amount of age you go up, which is which you do just by going lengths without dying and beating stronger enemies. Um, I guess like to the extent, there is a totem thing you can get that'll yeah, you can purchase
1: for a thousand XP at the um, shrines. I think is what they're called. Um, yeah. you can get that down, but then you can't get anything else. Then so it's like, well, do I want to spend? Yeah, anyway, but yeah, that that is a layer yeah. to it.
3: But like, it's it's one that I definitely as sad as makes me to say it i wouldn't recommend to you greg like i'll say try it out if you think that you'd be into it but like other than that i don't it's it's hard for me to sell somebody who's like i know you like like grinding in like a very combat focused kind of experience doesn't do it for you unless there's probably something else there to like entice you in terms of story or character and stuff like that and it doesn't have that
2: yeah and that's been the thing back and forth with me of you know comparisons as i've talked to people about this right and i think you know when we were i'm not breaking any embargo i'm not even talking about forbidden west horizon this is something jane and i were talking about earlier when we're trying to talk about horizon with somebody else and they start i'm like no no i'm gonna talk about horizon as a franchise in horizon zero dawn right when we went back and played it for the re-review recently there was one section i walked into and granted i was rusty but i walked in and i forget like which ones but there's all these different machines there right and it was I'm trying to take them all out and I'm doing different things and using, you know, the trip caster and, you know, bounce around and shoot them with arrows and I'm losing and restarting and losing and restarting and I must have done it like, I don't know, six times, five times before I figured out exactly what to do and do it. But like that version of losing and trying felt like, okay, cool. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that strategy. I'm going to do this. Whereas what I've, with Sifu and it looks around, it's like it, it, people have, you know, rightfully so compared it to Arkham's combat for the Batman games, right? Yeah. And I think of, I think it was um, Arkham City, right? Or no, no, uh, Arkham Knight for the Platinum. There was the one where you had to get a perfect, do all the combos in a row kind of shit. And it was that thing where I hated that trophy because I hate having to play that way. Thanks very much, Barrett. I hate having to do that thing and be perfect. And so like to listen to this game and watch like the gameplay from this, from the review and Andy's playthrough that are up on YouTube, I was like, oof, I don't know, man. I I feel like I'm going to play this until I get to that first like real all right, cool, this is, you know, rubber meets the road moment. I'll be like, cool, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. On the flip I side though, that's- too,
1: like, does, like, I did the first level and I, like, did a lot better than I thought I did because I had previewed this game um, and they gave you part of level two, which is, like, the club, which is, like, if you're watching the video version, you're seeing the club now. Um, and when I did that in my preview, it was like, okay, this is hard, but I feel like I can kind of do it. Like, I was able to get through it Generally, even though I'm like, okay, maybe I'd be
3: too old yeah, to maybe beat by, the game. You texted me when you finished yes. the first level, and you're like, hey, I beat the first level at 27, and I was like, yes. what the fuck? And this is like and, your okay, first day of play. When,
1: when yes, and when that happened, I'm like, oh, just kidding. I'm a oh gamer. I never doubted myself. Like you know, I was like, is this good? Bless. And you're like, oh, that's like pretty good for your first time through. And then I immediately was hit with this wall at like level two that I've not been able to get through. And then I like I even texted you like, oh, is there another another shortcut? You're like, nope, that's the only one you need. And I'm like, "Ah, well, this is not enough. I can like I just could not do it. And I felt like I was just ramming my head against the wall trying to like my beef with this in terms of like my own ability slash desire to do it is I feel like I have to be the best version of myself to get through it. And, like, the probability of me hitting that is, like, pretty slim. And then, like, the more I do it, like, the more tired I get. And then it's like, okay, well, maybe I'm getting tired. Maybe I'll stop, come back. I came back the next day. I did the classic, the next day it'll all be better. Oh, yeah. It wasn't better. Pick
3: up a cold controller (laughs) right at the (laughs) end.
1: You know, it's gonna. I just... I'm like, I just cannot get, like, every game, every game wants me to parry. And I'm so tired of parrying, y'all. I cannot parry. Oh, Janet, I can't don't parry. say parry. Oh, I no. I can't parry. I just cannot do parrying it. Parrying like, is so
3: good, though. And dodging. I mean,
1: it's, and yes, and to the games again i think the game is like well designed i think the combat's like super fun and when it's is hitting when i am in my bag for it i'm like oh my god i'm so good this is so badass like i love the way you can like throw around like things in the environment like i unlock that skill permanently which like and there are enough there's like just enough progression stuff where i'm like maybe i can get my way through it but the the you know marketing side of this game is very transparently like this is not a game you cheese this is not a game you somehow hack it with you have to like learn it and i'm like i cannot learn like i can't learn it like i feel like to teach myself it would just be me you know play, just Being trying miserable. to get better without yeah. getting as much like i what i would like is like some more hand holding in my ability to learn the thing cuz i'm like i don't have the foundational skill like i don't have the foundational skill to parry or to dodge in the way that i need to to be able to get through this. So it doesn't matter how many, you know, abilities I unlock or whatever happens because I'm like, I don't have the core. The core is broken. So when you're trying, when I'm, it's a like, great, I unlocked like, Oh, triangle, triangle, whole triangle. I'm like, you think I can do that? I can't. I try to execute it. I get it like three out of six times. And then when I'm in the heat of the moment, like I just can't, do it and then yeah my hands hurt so i'm like i'm done i'm not playing like i've gamed so much this month and my hands have not hurt the whole month until i played this game and i'm like i'm done
3: yes. oh yeah see if we hurt my hands as well but also yes. what, I, what i will say <laughs> oh yeah no big deal just, it's torture okay. yeah but i'm gonna uh, say it doesn't hurt to everybody's hands i will say because uh i don't think andy or i had that problem y'all just, yeah me tim and wait. i think roger all, all had the problem uh and maybe it's the control mapping i don't know but like yeah I, it's one that I will say that, like, you know, you mentioned you having to be the best version of yourself in order to, to beat a level. I will say that, like, I think the reasons, a lot of the reasons why, like, you can't click with it are the reasons why I click with it so much is the fact that, like, I like that you're learning better than experience. Me. I like, like, not, no, not even that, like, because you're better than most of us because you beat level one at 27. And, like, Tim, uh, no offense to Tim, Tim took days <laughs> to beat the level one <laughs> at that young, right? Like, Tim was calling me and was like, how the fuck do I beat this first level? And, like, I had to walk him through it. Well, like it, I think, it, I think it's more so the thing of what you look look out of out of video games, and everybody's wired differently. Where I have I I, I need to like re look up this video and rewatch it so I can like communicate it. But I, I remember watching a video. I believe it was from a YouTube channel called Extra Credits that does like a lot of game design mm-hmm. like ty- type talks and type uh, breakdowns, and they did a whole video about the different ways people play video games where it is they categorize people based on like you can be a completionist right you can be like a narrative person you can be a uh uh like a try hard i forget the exact word i'm just gonna say try hard right as like as somebody who wants to play a game better and it's the fun thing of like you know playing doing the platinum chase we did ladies and gentlemen year. that's a wrap on the gameplay and roller uh, <laughs> Jenna yeah, Garcia. Yeah. yeah,
1: i do have to. Leave. i mean i'm sure you know blessing says is
2: going so long i'm like i just got to do it i'm sorry go. <laughs> i know
1: i know um yeah feel free to keep having those conversations i do have a piece written oh, up on permission. my site um <laughs> pentapixels.com uh, if you want to like read my thoughts on just like my experience with it again it's no condemnation on the game necessarily it's just sort of where i'm at with it and i think like the people who you know it's one of those things where people will hear the the difficulty breakdown and how the mechanics work and be like oh that actually gets me really hyped for it. and if that's you like that's great because you're gonna have an awesome great game to play but if you're hearing that and you're like damn maybe i can't finish that yeah maybe you can't and you know that that's fair and fine too uh it is what it is but yeah that was my time with sifu um i'll see y'all later it's so weird to be dropping out just just like so quickly no way, Run! i'm gonna leave now so
3: I <laughs> Bye but yeah to essentially finish that thought that i was making right and this kind of pretty much big piggybacks off of janet's point of like things not being for people where <laughs> bears rearranging this thing as you go you're doing a great job i'm a fly bear doing keep killing it out there they're killing it uh but like last year me and janet did our platinum race where it was us first to three platinums wins the race and it was in that moment where i fully realized that i am not a completionist like in the for way sure. that janet's like i do not want to push through this thing to to uh st- struggle through the difficulty and get better at it uh that's the same way where i'm like i do not want 100% a game i get miserable trying to like look at every corner and like read through guides and like do this kind of thing right and like i think that goes back to kind of how we're wired and how we look uh what we look for out of video games where i one of the main things i enjoy in a video game is like struggling and like figuring out mechanics and figuring out how to press buttons faster or figuring out like the memorization i need or in order to defeat this enemy or get good at a fighting game right like I think mentally, that's just what I enjoy. Like, that's what gives me that dose of endorphins or whatever the right chemical is, right? Uh, And I think that comes back to, like, the way that people will either click or not click with a game like Sifu, where that, Sifu, that turned up to 100%. Right. It is. That is the main experience of getting out of the game. It's not like Bloodborne, even like Elden Ring or something where I would say, Greg, you should check out an Elden Ring because oh, it's an sure. open world game. Right. There's going to be more there than just struggling. That might speak to Greg Miller as opposed to Sifu, people around like there's nothing else there. <laughs> Sifu stripped down to the gameplay, yeah. which
2: is always that thing where, you know, and I, I say it in a jo- joking sense to a degree, but like and I don't mean this as an insult, I just mean it as my personal preference, right? If games had never evolved past what they were on NES of just, you know, this is just pure gameplay, I wouldn't be into games the way I'm into games, right? It's it's the reason when I tell my stories of like, you know me and poe finding metal gear solid when i was thinking of like you know starting to get a little wishy-washy on what i was doing with games and stuff like that like it is those major steps forward in a storytelling uh mash up with the gameplay fashion that made me stick around and made me love the art form the way it is and so i'm personally thrilled that games like this exist but it's back to what we're talking about the other night or the other night the other day with shovel knight or even something like a man where it's like that's awesome and i'm glad those games connect with people but there's like games i wouldn't want to play like i i don't want to just run in in the you know, instance of sifu i don't want to just run my head into the wall forever and like die to a boss because i hit one button wrong there at the end right like i'd rather it be that i'm playing uh horizon the old one not the new one and like you know i, I screwed up and the thunder Thunderjaw kills me and it's like all right cool well maybe i should have dropped a trap here i should have this you know what i'm gonna go I'm going to bail on this mission, come back with a leveled up uh, bow, fight them that way. You know what I mean? Like, I like that kind of gameplay rather than, nope, this just came down to me fucking it up. And this uh, this goes yeah. back to me not having the platinum in, uh, Aerial Knights never yield, right? I'm like, I go through all that work to get to that bonus level and I fuck it up. I'm like, all
3: right, fuck this. This isn't fun. I hate this. Especially yeah. my limited time. Do I want to do this now? I mean, it's, I think that's part of why, too. Like, I look at something like Far Cry, the latest Far Cry game or like the Assassin's Creed games and I see a big open world with a bunch of icons and i look at that and i'm like no that's not fun yeah. to me even though yeah. i'm like that's not bad right i know that is sure. for some people right i know a lot of people vibe with that but i look at that i'm immediately like no and like and you know i think that that's gonna apply differently for a lot of different people for what they look at uh out of in games um but yeah i'm i'm personally i'm i'm in love with sifu like i adore it for the gameplay I'm looking
2: forward to trying it once we're on the other side of, I guess, not only Horizon, but on the other side of Elden Ring. <laughs> like, oh, then, yeah. I'll, then I feel like I'll have the time. Because this is definitely, like, I, not only, I don't want it to be a Returnal, where I loved Returnal, right? But I played Returnal, and then had to go do something else. And then I came back to it, and then I got sidelined for two months with a review. And then it's like, you pick it up, I'm like, where the fuck was I? And I'm nowhere, I'm not nearly as good as I was that, when I was playing it before. So it's even more frustrating now to be like, all right, that's what the fucking enemy does. God damn it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blessing, Greg. That's another episode of PS. I love you, XOXO. XO. It is. We had a bunch of other segments like we do, but the conversation was so good. Why would I? Why would we do it? You already talked about the Naughty Dog working on three games because Neil Druckmann put up three emojis. I don't buy it. It's just Druckmann being funny. Are there really three games? Who knows? Yeah,
3: you can name the games.
2: Factions. Last the of Factions, Us Three.
3: I was I wasn't going to say Last of Us Three. I'll say Factions Remake? Remake and then a new IP. Okay. okay now the question I was going to bring out of that was like, what do you think the new IP is? But maybe we'll save that for space. A post- you Know, I was gonna say sci fi actually, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, th- I mean, I think out of what they've done so far, out so what either that or fantasy, like, where else is there to get to go? But I could I like see to, them making something sick, sci-fi. I'd
2: love to see them do uh, sci fi, sure. I also think you know, like even i'm not trying to read too much into it by the stretch of the imagination but remember the, the cool like mutant cards they had in last of us part two maybe a superhero story which i know oh what about sucker punch but sucker punch doesn't do anything with infamous and so if naughty dog was to do something and but then i know Insomniac's doing spider-man but then it's like in wolverine and it's like well eh, there's a million things going on i'm being selfish i'd like a superhero game from Naughty dog in the long run
3: but i think a while ago i mentioned mission impossible too like not not mission impossible ip but a type game where it is you're a spy and it like that gives you an excuse to do like the big set pieces that yeah, you would just have just like another like, like awesome. fun like action franchise you know? siphon yeah. filter i don't want to make it do, do something in an already existing ip though like maybe let Naughty Dog make their own if IP.
2: you're fucking resurrecting socom I'm resurrecting siphon filter that siphon filter siphon filter that's the that's the blood oath we're making right now here all right is if socom's coming back siphon filter's coming back and if siphon's like coming back socom. socom's coming back in.
3: i don't care about socom
2: listen just, you're the world's number one socom fan you already talked about playing it non-stop with your little add-on for your ps2 and the internet there you said it's on the show People can rewind it, they can hear it, they don't need to. It. Fair, it's You fair. know what I mean? Also, the PS5 shipped uh <laughs> shipments have topped 17.2 million. Uh, but we talked about that on kind of funny games daily. There's a bunch of stuff going on around about that, so you don't need it now because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Of course, every week, busting myself, Barrett, and Janet come together to nerd out about all things PlayStation. Remember, you have homework. You need to read all the Horizon reviews, watch all the Horizon r- reviews uh, on February fourteenth, and then immediately go to patreon.com/slash kind of funny games and get us your questions for your Horizon Forbidden West FAQ episode, where we'll go through and answer and expand upon our already lengthy, I assume, review, which we haven't recorded yet or anything. with. Uh, remember, if you don't want to support us on patreon.com/slash kind of funny games, no big deal. youtube.com/slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around. The Globe each and every Tuesday, 6 a.m. It's free. You, of course, get ads. You don't get the post show. You couldn't be watching live like Madeline Stanley, Cameron Kennedy, or Omega Three, but you'd still have a good time. Epic Game Store. Use the creator code. Kind of funny. If you're playing on the Fortnite, if you're playing the Rocket League, put it on your Switch. It doesn't matter. Wherever you're doing it, do it. Blessing. Are you prepared to do a post show with me? Yes. Then I will see you on Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames. For the rest of you, it's been our pleasure to serve you.